Hello, everybody. Thank you for waiting. Uh, we are the Inspiring Commons Podcast. Fresh caught, frozen at sea, and dolphin safe. Now with less mercury. Thank you for joining us at Proctor's Theater. Wait, wait, wait. I was promised more mercury. What the hell's going on here? We had to make budget cuts. Uh, you'll just have to consume more podcasts to get more mercury. We lost it. We lost the audience. It's there. It happens. <laughs> They're done. So, uh, so thank you for joining us today. We're doing a very special uh, live recording, uh, kind of a, a an, an alternate timeline to uh, our original podcast campaign. Uh, if you care to check it out, we are again Inspired Incompetence, formerly called Swiss Army Scorpion, and we have a Skull and Shackles campaign, which is a pirate-themed podcast, uh, and we're currently, we, we've completed that one, and we're currently doing a survival horror campaign called Tyrant's Grasp. What we're doing for you today is going to be a kind of a what-if uh, adventure based off of our Skull and Shackles campaign. So to catch everybody up on that, there's this big nautical race called the Shackles Regatta. And in the regatta, the PCs on their pirate ship are to race through treacherous waters competing with other pirates with their ships through an immense eternal storm called the Eye of Abendago of mythical proportions. Just without end, for the last 100 years, this storm has raged, and they must uh, skirt the fringes of the Eye of Abendago to complete their race. Now, in the original adventure, the PCs complete, complete this race, and they move on with their adventure to bigger and better things. But in this version... Some things go wrong. It's because I'm here, isn't it? I ruined everything. <laughs> I was here the entire time. <laughs> Fellow PCs, you can't move unless you count the involuntary tumbling. You can't breathe. You can't speak. You can't see. Save for what you can feel and hear, you can't even think. Your entire existence has been reduced to near nothingness. Were it not for the terrible sound, the pain and the motion, You'd be nothing. Even time holds no meaning. We have no idea how long it's been like this. Maybe it's always been like this. Captain Devoth, you wake up. Air fills your lungs and you cough up seawater. As if waking from a very real dream, the sound and motion stops. All is silent. And you lay very still on what feels like a ship's deck. Real quick, pause. Fine. How about we go through real quick? And introduce everybody. That's that was our little intro. Uh, let's start with Captain Devoth, shall we? Yes. Hello, everyone. My name is Matt. Uh, I guess Matt number one. There's actually three of us up here. Um, and I am playing Captain Devoth Song Cleaver, captain of the Mascador. Um, sounds like a dumb name for a ship. It's buried in context of a secret organization called the Mass Brotherhood, also buried in context. But yes, my character is a a Scald, which is, for anyone who has never played Pathfinder, it is a mixture of Barbarian and Bard, so they make other people angry along with them. So, I am the captain, it's my job to get everyone else pumped up for a fight. Tom? Okay. Uh, I'm Tom, uh, and I play Scram and Acra, and he is a Siege Maze Mage Wizard, uh, probably one of... Uh, <laughs> The harder lessons is 
Uh, he is based around siege weapons. Uh, fortunately, we're on a pirate ship, but on off adventures, uh, it's not so easy. Uh, and I think we're all playing level nine characters too. So there's yep. that. And Scram is a human. Yes. Yes. And Scram Devoth. is a human. A and Devoth is a half orc. Yes. All right. Okay. I'm Matt number two, um, and I am playing Theric Roll, who is a cl- cross-blooded rager, um, who is a essentially a barbarian that relies on various blood-borne magics. Um, also a half-orc. Glad to be with the captain. I'm glad to be with you guys today. Yeah, Thank you so happy much. to have you. And uh, did, I, did I miss it? What's your character's name? Theric Roll. Theric Roll. As in okay. the Rick Roll. <laughs> I'm really glad that waited till we were live. Theric Roll was created uh, with a in conjunction with a little charity that we did. One of our uh, listeners on Discord uh, made what he believes to be uh, my nightmare incarnate, and I haven't really seen what it is. So we're just going to wait for the Rick Roll to uh, to settle in. And Matt, number three. Please call me by my uh, earned professional title, my courtesy title, associate Matt. Associate Matt. Senior associate Matt. Senior associate Matt. Um, I am playing uh, a halfling named Wendell. Um, He is a sacred fist who was here on the ship the entire time. Because like other Matt, we just kind of made characters to be here because we weren't part of the original campaign. I think if, if Scram and Devoth strain their memories enough, they'll remember all the good times they had with Theric Roll and Wendell. Oh, I, I distinctly remember playing football with Theric and Wendell, where Wendell was the ball. Awesome, awesome. Okay, yeah, I'm game. And... Uh, I'll already unofficially introduce myself. I am Alex. I am the GM, and I will be running the show. And unpause, Devoth. Oh God! What the hell happened? Where are we? Is anyone else here? Am I alone with my ship? What's going on? So you look around, Devoth, and it's it's extremely dark. Uh, you can't you can't see a whole lot. It's very like you can see the silhouettes kind of of the room that you're in. You appear to be in. Uh, the lower hold of your ship. Oh, then I'm going to make my way up on deck. Okay. Uh, shortly after this, uh, the rest of our uh, PCs will awaken in a similar fashion. Uh, one hold up in the main hold of the ship. Uh, you also kind of regain consciousness after experiencing this seemingly eternal, uh, this seemingly eternal. Uh, whirlwind in your head of noise and movement and you're not really sure where you are or how long it's been since you were conscious. Huh? What? I don't I don't have to work. What? <laughs> no, this is a boat. Scram. Hang on. Devon. Scram, where the hell are you? Oh, uh, my head. What happened? Where are we? Elvino, where's... Tuck Tuck, wasn't he the one who was guiding the ship? It's a good question. And I go up on deck to see if Tuck Tuck's in or around anywhere. All right. Any other uh, characters making any actions or movement? Everybody following their captain or doing other stuff? Yeah, I'll uh, venture up with Devoth and Scram to see what 
where we're at and what's going on. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to actually uh, take note of the ship, uh, see what's damaged, uh, you know. I don't want the ship sinking underneath us uh, sure. as we're chilling out here. And Scram is our little repairman. <laughs> Scram, Scram is, I guess, uh, our uh, the Scotty of this ship. Uh, does all of the repairs and upgrades. As I stagger to the deck, I'm going to look for bullet holes. Okay. Uh, Scram, you're, you've got your clipboard out and you're assessing the damage and... Uh, it's it's a little too soon to be sure, but you're pretty sure you can just write the word all uh, as far as uh, what is wrecked. Uh, so everybody else is heading topside. And the last thing you remember before waking up was uh, watching your ship befall some nautical tragedy. You remember getting whipped around in the water, sails getting torn asunder in the eye of Abandanga. Any number of thoughts may have entered your mind since waking uh, that might have explained what's going on. Maybe sheer luck guided your wrecked ship out of the storm, beached you on a chance island, maybe drifted into the eye of the storm and you're just bobbing in calm waters. Maybe you didn't survive at all. I mean, you're simply in limbo. Whatever your thoughts, they vanish as your mind reels at what you behold when you go topside. Blackness. Utter blackness, darker than the night sky. The only light sources are lit torches or lanterns. Some are on the deck of your ship, but the vast majority are much farther away. And it's only from the light shed by them that you can see anything at all. And what you can see is impossible. Thousands, perhaps millions of wrecked ships, most of them crunched, wedged and fused into one another, creating a mockery of a landmass that looks part accidental and part by design, part mundane and part magic. You behold this spectacle from the deck of your ship, now part of the grand wreck, wedged between two long-doomed sailing ships. As soon as you think you've taken in the whole thing, your eyes adjust some more, and another branch of the structure reveals itself even farther away until sheer distance reduces the lanterns to mere specks of light. And that's when your brains turn back on, and you realize with a jolt that you are indeed underwater. A massive air bubble clings precariously to part of the mass of ships with yours inside. The rest of the mass is very much submerged, the light sources beyond seemingly burning in spite of the surrounding water. Wherever you are, it's not anything you've ever seen. Scram probably uh, runs, uh, like, tries to run up to Devoth. It's, it's everything, Captain. Like, everything is wrecked on this. I can't fix this. What do you mean you can't fix this? I see you fix stuff all the time. It's not that bad. We just need some more wood over there. We got to patch that hole. Some elbow grease. <laughs> I'll try and see if I can uh, get a couple of uh, people uh, ready to go to help me out. But I, I'm not. I wasn't ready for this. I was ready for the regatta today. Yeah, well, I don't know. Make it work. We'll figure something out. What's everybody else doing? Are there any sounds? What does it sound like in the air bubble? Uh, I mean, you can hear each other speaking. Uh, you hear 
you know, your your footsteps on the wooden deck, but there's no there's no wind, there's no animal sounds. It's very much silent. It's very spooky. Can we see where the the air bubble ends? Uh, give me uh, give me a wisdom check. Uh, twelve. Twelve. Uh, it's hard to gauge exactly how big this air bubble is, but you think it's maybe a mile wide, uh, and like it's like a mile wide hemisphere. If your deck of the ship was like the halfway point, so we're kind of like smack dab in the middle of the bubble. So it would seem, yeah. Um, I'm gonna take a look with detect magic. Sure. Anybody else doing anything? I will. Uh... See if Scram needs any help repairing, and just so we only have to fix this ship, right? They're not, this isn't just like all one ship now, right? <laughs> our part of the ship, ship, part of the crew. <laughs> this is all our ship. This entire air bubble is my <laughs> ship. Hey, we're coming back with a fleet, boys. That's right. Uh, I start pointing to things, and like with this sense of. There's no way that this is going to get done, but yeah, go ahead. Uh, start with the main mast there. All right. Uh, so with that, I want perception checks from everybody. Duvoth got a 30. 31. Show off. Uh, 23 for Scram. 31. And these characters are all lower level than our Tyrant's Grass characters are right now, right? Yeah. And, all right, yeah. Rolls are still somehow better. Okay. All right, well, I mean, everybody is very much alert for danger right now. So you are all unsurprised, uh, or at least not caught off guard, when uh, four creatures seem to start to ooze up through the floorboards on the deck of your ship. Uh, you can give me knowledge planes checks to identify them, for anybody who has ranks in that. Scram, that one's on you. Knowledge planes. Is it on me? Oh, yeah, it is on me. Uh, 18. Hey, Scram, uh, you recognize these creatures as water elementals, specifically large water elementals, and even more specifically, uh, they, they don't seem to be 100% made of water. They seem a bit more uh, goopy, uh, more sickly maybe, and uh, you realize that they have the uh, ectoplasmic creature template, uh, which is, uh, you, you would know that that is a very odd thing for an elemental to have. It doesn't seem like something that might naturally happen. Uh, but you can ask me uh, three questions about a large ectoplasmic water elemental. Um, does it have Does it have any uh, DR? They have DR five that is beaten by slashing weapons. Okay. Oh. Oh. <laughs> um, does it have any uh, resistances? Uh, they don't resist any energy, but you do know that they are immune to cold damage. Okay. And then... I'm going to play... Actually, you know what? Uh, Give me one cool thing that these things do. Sure. Uh, You know about their uh, horrifying ooze 
ability that they got from being made of ectoplasm. Uh, any Anytime they uh, hit a creature, that creature needs to make a will save or they'll be shaken for 1d4 rounds. So, yeah, these uh, water elementals just kind of seep up through the floorboards on your ship and they look like they're about to attack you. Everybody roll initiative. Oh, you guys are waiting on me. The Voth. 17. Scram. 22. Theric. 19. Wendell. Lucky seven. What did, uh, what did you get, Alex? I'll never tell. <laughs> Just to deduce it eventually. All right, first up is Scram. Uh, if you guys are all clustered in the center, these you seem to have two water elementals to your east and two water elementals to your west. Um, uh, are any of them in a line with each other? Uh, yeah, but the line is, uh, like adjacent to you. So they're like side by side. They're not in front of each other. Uh, uh, yeah, so. Perpendicular to you. If I do a it's light. It's like, like those two sitting in the front row. Like, right. they're both in front of you, but not lined up. They're making a line, but not with you. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to do, I mean, this might be the uh, time to do it. I'm going to do a lightning arc. Uh, okay. Between all four of, or all three of them, two. There's, yeah, oh, there, there's oh. four of them, but there there's two on either side of us. So, uh, unless oh. you want to sandwich us in the arc, you're gonna hit only two of them. Gotcha. Um, actually, I think I got a. Oh right, I have to. Sorry. Um, in that case, I am going to. Actually, cast haste. Okay. And always solid. Uh, Scram is gonna back out of there uh, twenty feet uh, to get out of like combat range. Well, you back away from the one group of elementals, and you're moving towards the other group of elementals. Uh, well, you should be able to move like these... sideways to get right. Okay, away sure. From stuff. So the yeah, and bear with us, guys. We're used to having like uh, visual elements. Uh, <laughs> So these, uh, yeah, anyway, <laughs> uh, so we'll say you got water elementals and then 15 feet and then the PCs and then 15 feet and then water elementals. So Scram is going to move like 15 feet south to, you know, make himself stand out from the group and uh, a viable singular target for these water elementals. Sure. Yeah. Uh, everybody's hasted. Theric, you're up. All right. Uh, so... Theric is going to cast long arm and move to the midway point between Scram and the rest of the party. Okay. Sounds good. Devoth, you're up. Okay. Devoth is going to spend a move action to inspire rage. Um, so that gives everyone a plus eight bonus on their strength and plus four to their constitution. Yeah. And haste, real quick, is a plus one on AC and attack rolls. And an extra attack with a full attack action. Right. So, yep, move action for that. 
And then I guess I will pull my great axe out as the standard action since I don't have quick draw. Okay. And I'll five foot step towards the nearest couple of elementals, giving okay. them a challenge. Sure. All right. So it is now the water elementals' turns, and two of them are going for Theric, and two of them are going for Devoth. Okay. So since I have long arm, as soon as they are within 15 feet, I get reactions on both of them. Yes, you can make attacks of opportunity. Do you have combat reflexes? Yes. Okay, then you can make two. You can make one each. All right, so that is a 27 to hit the first one. That hits. And a 35 to hit the second one. That also hits. Okay. Oh, my God. (laughs) So that's 20 damage to the first one and 18 to the second one. All right. Uh, They then close the distance. Uh, real quick, what what weapon were you using? Falchion. Falchion? So it's slashing. Had you already drawn it? That's a fair... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done this part before. All right. Going forward, we'll assume in exploration mode you have your weapons... Uh, Handy. In sto- hand? Stowed. Okay. So you don't accidentally like cut yourselves or your your fellows. Okay. Uh, but we'll, we'll let those attacks of opportunity go. Uh, say so you already ha- had it drawn. Uh, all right, so it is now the uh, Elemental's turns. Uh, first, we will have the two that just got hit by Theric. That's a 30 to hit. Yep. And a 28 to hit. Yep, both hit. Okay. Take eight damage from one slam and 10 damage from another slam. And I'll need two will saves from you. Uh, natural 20 for a total of 30. Okay. And a 21. All right, you make both saves. Now we'll do the two going after Devoth. Other end of my d20. That's a 16 to hit. That's a miss. And a 13 to hit. Also a miss. Sounds about <laughs> right. <laughs> Wendell. I'm going <clears> to <throat> move up next to uh, Devoth. I'm going to use my lucky presence for my standard action. Anytime, you, uh, anytime in the next uh, one minute, uh, you can choose to roll 2d20 and take the higher. I can? Yes, I can? Devoth can. Yes, Devoth. Awesome. Um, and then... For my, well, I guess that, that is my action, right? I take my move action to move up to him and then use my standard action to yes. touch him by the shoulder. You're, you're hasted, too. So I believe It doesn't give him extra oh, action. It doesn't, it doesn't give him extra action. He just gets more movement. Yeah. Yep. All right, that brings us back up to Scram. Um, Scram is going to back up five feet. And we'll uh, do a lightning arc. Okay. Uh, Which two are you targeting? Uh, targeting the one that's... Uh, or the two that are next to the Rick. Okay. Theric. <laughs> the Rick. The Rick also works. It does. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't... Do Alright, so I need to, uh, you need two reflex saves from me? Yeah. Okay. That's a nine. And an 18. Uh, both those fail. 
All right. Give me that damage. That's going to be 96. 96. 96. <laughs> if I borrow? Yeah, go ahead. Here. <laughs> I appreciate it. Six. And then six, 11, 17, 19, three more. 25, 27, 28. Uh, that's 20H electricity. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> so used to having a dice for that. All right, those water elementals are clinging to life, but they Ooh. are still up. Theric. All right, so rage as a bonus action. Yep. And uh, with haste, I get three strikes. So I'm going to take, I guess, to take them in order. One at the uh, the elemental closest to Scram. Okay. Uh, so that is a 25 to hit. 25 hits. Uh, raging also increases my size, so I deal more damage now. <laughs> okay. Uh, so 3d6 plus 15, so 9, 10, 11, so 26 damage to the first one. All right. Uh, <laughs> you obliterate that uh, elemental. Okay. Uh, second attack is still a 19, no, 20 to hit. 20 hits. Wow. For... 28 points of damage. All right, and you take out a second elemental. All right, uh, I suppose you can take a five-foot step, but that's about it after okay. your two attacks. Uh, yeah, I will five-foot step closer to the uh, the two with Devoth and Wendell. All right, next up is Devoth. All right, let's... What? I do, I have 15-foot reach, so if I can hit another one from where I was standing, should, I will do if that. If I only took 15 feet... That should be able to reach it. Well, it was about 15 feet from the center, but then it was another 15 feet to the next group of elementals. Yeah. Right, so each one was 15 feet away. You went 15 feet. I went to the halfway point, so whatever that distance is. But, but the other two came there. to me and not to you, though. So. Yeah. And I, I, I moved okay. up to meet them. That's true. Okay, so. that's fine. With a measly 15-foot reach, you're just going to have to move. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> All right. So my turn. I'll uh, see if I can keep up with Theric a bit and uh, slash with my great axe at the two elementals in front of me. Okay. Uh, focusing on one until it goes down. All right. So first one is a 34 to hit. 34 hits. Uh, real quick, uh, can we do anything about the, uh, the mic volume? Because it doesn't... I'm, I'm, I'm hearing that we're not coming through very well with the audience. Can you guys hear us okay? Well, no, it's... It's because... Yeah. The problem is, these mics are recording. They're not projecting... They're not attached to any speakers. We need to project for the audience. Okay. Oh, you guys can't hear us on the mics? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, how silly of me to think it did both. Sorry. Uh, how inspiring it is. It's hard. Yeah. Shut up! <laughs> All, right, All right. Well, I guess uh, just try to project more, boys. Can I get that in writing, please? <laughs> there are going to be no proof this guy complimented you. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that is a 34 to hit. 34 hits. So that is, jeez, 
That's 25 plus 3 electric damage. Okay. Second slash. Are you hitting the same elemental? Yes. Okay. That's a 31 to hit. That also hits. Ooh, that's, that's 19 plus 3 electricity. Okay. And third slash. Uh-oh. That's a... That's a, that's a nice 13. Oh, 13 does not hit. Okay, and that elemental is still up, but it's looking pretty bad. But it is now the elemental's turn, and they're going to take it out on Devoth. 15 to hit. Nope. Each of these elementals has two slams when it takes a full attack action, so I'll be making four attacks. 18 to hit. Nope. 24 to hit. Matches. So hits. <laughs> I know it pains you to say it, Matt. <laughs> and that's another 24 to hit. All right. You got me twice. Okay. First slam is going to deal 11 damage. And the second slam deals 11 damage. I need two will saves, please. Uh, it's a natural 20 on the first and a 19 on the second. Okay. Uh, both of those are successful. <laughs> hey Toast, can yeah. I get a favor? Yeah. Do you have service down here? What? Do you have service down here? Yeah. Can you send Michelle a message on Discord? Tell her if she needs something to like just let you know and you can tell me. Because I have absolutely <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, Is that our... a standard action, Alex? <laughs> it's a swift action. Uh, Wendell, you're up. <clears throat> All right gonna channel my inner Dorian to try and project a little bit. <laughs> um, Wendell's gonna kind of like step closer to the water elementals. He's gonna go, all right, Cap, let me take this one. He's gonna just go ham on the, the closest water elemental. Go hands. Go hands. All right, let's see it. So he's gonna flurry of blows. We're still hasted, right? Oh, yeah. All right. So the first attack... Are you hitting the one that Devoth has been hitting, or the other one? The other one. Okay. Uh, is a 25. 25 hits. Second one is a 19. 19 does not hit. Third one is a 28. 28 hits. And the last one is 24. All right, that's three hits total. All right. Uh, Talbot, real quick. Are you benefiting from my rage? Are Define you, benefiting. Are you strength <laughs> I'm a halfling with, like, nothing for strength. So with your strength, I might have the average human strength. Okay. Well, well <laughs> plus eight. You the main reason I ask is that... It's not, it, not going to make a difference yeah, with, yeah. with finessing with my fist. Yeah. Sure. Well, the main reason I ask is that if you, do have, if you are benefiting at all from my rage, you also get my elemental rage ability, which gives you 1d6 of energy damage with every attack. Right. And it's also giving you more... It is adding to your actual damage rolls. Right. You're going to add four. Right. Okay. So, so basically, you have to pick an element, I think, at the beginning of his turn. Yeah. Right? Pick an element at the beginning of your turn. All of your, all of your hits will have 1d6 of that element added did, onto it. Did we identify a, a water weakness? Water elemental weakness? You, don't, you didn't identify a weakness. You just know that it's immune to cold. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pick um, electric. Okay. 
Give me those damage rolls. Ooh, 20. 20 damage, all right. Second one. 20 again. Nice and easy. 18. Okay. All right. Both elementals are looking pretty woozy, but they're still up, and it's Scram's turn. Uh, Scram is just going to do a little bit of acid splashing. All right. Um, uh, Trying to waste some spell slots. Don't know how much we're going to need. It's a... Range touch. Okay, range touch. What am I looking at here? Uh, 21 to hit. 21 hits. And that's 1d4. Two damage. Uh, Groovy. To to the one next to Devoth. Okay. Up next is Theric. All right, so Theric is going to move so that both elementals are within 15 feet. And swift action, arcane strike. Okay. And just start swinging. Uh, so that's a natural 20. Okay, rolled confirm. And I'm going to say it would, no, even with a 15-foot reach, you'd have to move more than five feet to attack, so you'd only have the one attack this round. Two attacks with haste? No, it's only on a full attack. You get the extra okay. attack. Um, okay. So it does not confirm. Okay. Right? Because uh, 21 with my bonuses. You got a 21? Yeah. That confirms. Okay. Um, Matt, did you bring the crit cards? I did not. I was trying to find a way to generate them. Okay, we'll just have to do boring normal crits. Boring normal crits, so roll yep. double. Yeah. So 66. Oh, that's sad. Oh, no. That's super sad. So many ones. Right, that's a lot so of ones you got there. Can I power attack on this, though? You'd have to have made that decision before you rolled your attack roll. Okay. Uh, and you're, you're still adding your static bonuses twice, too. Okay. So 15, so ending in 44 damage. All right, well, the good news is you still finish off one of the elementals. <laughs> All right, and now it is Devoth's turn. All right, let's finish off the other one then. Full attack with Chip, my great axe, and I will use fire damage this time. Okay. That's a 22 to hit. That hits. It's 18 damage and one fire. All right, that's going to finish off... The remaining water elemental. I'll take it. Nice. There's a quick little scuffle, but those water elementals got a couple blows in. uh, And now the deck is once again silent and empty. And you all hear a voice in your heads. The voice says, I know you must feel confused, lost, but I can help you. There is little time, though. I am far below. You will find these vessels connect. Traverse them to reach me, but do not tarry. I will not last much longer without your help. Is Cthulhu calling to us? (laughs) Eldritch Horror? (laughs) I would never, guys. (laughs) Other than that one campaign that entirely focused around it. I wouldn't do that. What do you guys do? So anybody else here in this whatever? Yeah, right here. Yeah, uh, I'm not usually a big fan of listening to voices in my head. <laughs> yeah, I don't listen to the one I have. <laughs> as uh, as much as I normally oppose the voices in my head, um, I will say we are we don't really have a better option going forward 
even sailing, like if I get this ship somehow up and running, it's not gonna. Where are we gonna go? Yeah, yeah. It, the, your ship is not exactly floating on water right now. It is. It's just wedged between, wedged tightly between uh, two other ships that are equally wedged between other ships. Uh, well, ships on ships. This is it. Now it's just the world ship. It is all <laughs> one boat. It's ours. Part of the ship, part of the crew. That's right. <laughs> well, I guess I guess we start heading down then, because unless someone has another idea of how to get us out of here, and he looks pointedly at Scram. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry, <I> mate. <laughs> didn't didn't hear you. Distracted by that uh, that nice shiner on Theric there. Gonna reach out and uh, use my fervor to heal. Yes, thank you. Oh, oh that's fine. I'll take care of myself. I'll cast cure moderate on myself. Uh, Ten on par for the course. Uh, Scram casts mage armor on himself. <laughs> <laughs> right on time. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you guys are doing what? Are you uh, following the the advice of this voice in your head? Yeah, we'll start heading downwards because it's some kind of lead rather than sitting on deck waiting for something else to come get us. Okay, so you go back below decks on the Mascador um, using, using various magics, I assume, to light your way. Uh, you go below again to the lower hold and you look around in there for a few minutes and you spot a uh, something that Devoth you obviously missed because you were so disoriented and the lower deck lower hold was dark before but it looks like the the starboard wall of the lower hold isn't even like that's not even the the starboard side of the Mascador's hull it looks like it's that side of the ship is just completely missing. And instead, you're seeing the exterior wall of an adjacent ship. And there is a hatch that allows you to enter. Well, through the hatch. Uh, Theric, go on in. Uh, yes, thank you for volunteering me for this. And uh, Theric will open the door carefully. All right. You, you open the hatch and you behold a... Uh, the interior of a new ship. You don't recognize it. Uh, the the feng shui and the architecture look kind of weird to you, like very stylized, nothing that you're used to seeing in the shackles. Uh, uh, guys, I don't think... This door wasn't always here, right? This is way fancier than my room. <laughs> uh, no, I think we would have noticed if this was already on our ship. Anybody recognize it? Nah, mate. Dibs on the room, though. <laughs> I mean, you're welcome to stay here if you want, but uh, we're going to keep going down. So you guys continue to traverse. Uh, we won't go room by room here, but yeah, you, you continue to uh, descend hold by hold. A lot of times you need to go back up and then over and then down. It's, it's a little labyrinthy, and you get the feeling that you're traversing through like dozens and dozens of individual ships like they all form this bizarre like like apartment complex uh 
Everybody give me survival or knowledge dungeoneering checks. I will give you neither. <laughs> yeah, what if we are trained in neither? I was like, I'll attempt Sir, survival. You can do survival untrained. Okay. Yeah, it's an 11 survival. That's a 17 survival. Ooh, fancy. Wendell got a 20 survival. Nice. Ooh. Yeah, 12. Okay. With uh, Wendell uh, kind of pointing you guys in the right direction, you're able to, in spite of the, uh, the labyrinthine nature of this trek, you're able to kind of keep your general heading instead of, you know, going off, going off to the side, uh, like losing, losing your way, like getting to a dead end. Or if you do get to a dead end, you're able to double back and you don't like get hopelessly lost. Uh, everybody give me perception checks now. 26, 29, 11. (laughs) Wendell got a 26. Cam really did just build you to be a better Devoth. Cam, Cam built this to be an absolute monstrosity. <laughs> I, I forgot some of the things I was already supposed to do. It's an abomination <laughs> unto Pathfinder. Okay, uh, real quick, can you guys run me through those perception checks again? 26 for Devoth. 11 for Scram. 29 for Theric. 26 from Wendell. Okay. Uh, Scram is distracted, perhaps by wizardly troubles, uh, but everybody else, uh, you, you, you've been trekking through this, uh, this structure for better part of 10, 15 minutes now, and you, you're starting to get the feeling that you're not alone, uh, and you can't really identify the source of this unease that you're feeling. Uh, another minute passes, and, uh... Theric's the first to notice. Uh, your shadows are moving strangely. So uh, is that just kind of pointing to my shadow as I'm walking? That's not supposed to... Uh, I'm not wiggling. Why is that wiggling? Upon being pointed out, three of your shadows spring to life, and Scram will not be part of the surprise round. Uh, That's fair. But it would appear that these... Shadow-like creatures have been, like, following you, posing as your own shadows for who knows how long now. Everybody roll initiative. Scram. 20. Sorry, 20. Theric. 22. Devoth. 18. Wendell. 25. Nice. Damn, you guys are on top of this. Am I seriously low with an 18? Damn, guys. (laughs) I rolled a 16. Get good. I guess. <laughs> okay, Wendell, you're up. One of the shadows uh, is adjacent to you. Actually, everybody who wants to and has it can give me knowledge religion checks. Wendell got a 12. Oh, okay. Uh, 18. Okay, uh, Wendell and Scram identify these shadow-like creatures, uh, you guessed it, as shadows. They are uh, incorporeal, undead creatures. The sinister shadows skirt the borders between the gloom of darkness and the harsh truth of light. Uh, you scram. What did you get, Scram? 18. 18. Scram can ask two questions about shadows, and Wendell can ask one question. All right. Um, do you want me to go first, or you want to? Does it have any weaknesses? They do not have any weaknesses. Uh, do they have any DR? 
They don't have DR, but you do know that they're incorporeal, so non-magical attacks will have no effect, and magical attacks and spells will deal half damage. Um, Let's play the HP game. Okay. Uh, 60. Lower. All right, that brings us into the combat. Wendell, you're up first. Um, I am going to once again reach out and use my lucky presence. And uh, also to the captain again. Okay, lucky presence on Devoth. Theric, your turn. Theric is going to pull the falchion. Okay. That's standard action. Move action. Move action, okay. One of the shadows is also adjacent to you. Um, Since there's three of them, and Scram failed his perception check, we'll say it's because one of those... Scram was the only one to not have a shadow next to him. Mm-hmm. Boom. Okay. So it's um, a surprise round, right? So either move or standard we get? Right. Yeah, so you, you draw your falchion, and that's the end of your okay. your surprise round. He, he can move while uh, while taking out his falchion, right? Yes, he can. I don't uh, need to, though, if it's adjacent to me. Yeah. yeah just giving you the yeah. option. Okay, okay Devoth. Uh, same thing. I pull out my great axe. Okay. Uh, Shadows turns, and they're going to uh, reach out and attack uh, Devoth, Wendell, and Theric. Rude. Uh, Devoth, that's a nine versus your touch AC. That's a miss. Theric, that's a 12 versus your touch AC. That's a miss. And Wendell, that's a 22 versus your touch AC. That hits. Poor Wendell. Yeah. Wendell, you take five points of strength damage. Oh, oh good lord. Yeah. <laughs> All right, then. You're a monster. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just sapped literally half of his strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, uh, Wendell, it's your turn. <laughs> I... I'm going to. Yeah, I just made a note. All flurry blows again. Okay. All of these are going to deal half damage, any of them that hit. And we're no longer hasted. Right. 27. 27 hits. 26. 26 hits. 25. 25 hits. For one. <laughs> one. For four. Half. This is, are you having it for me or? Yes. Okay. And one. Okay. So how much damage was that? I didn't that was a total of six damage. <laughs> All right, Theric, you're up. All right, so Theric is going to bonus action rage, choosing haste. Okay. So I am hasted. And swift action arcane strike, and then make a... All of these are going to be power attacks. Okay. Uh, so that is a 21 to hit. 21 hits. So that's 10, 19, 22 points of damage. Okay. And that is uh, before having it? Before having it, yeah. So 11. Okay. Uh, second attack against the same one is a 22 to hit. 22 hits. For 32 Points okay. of damage, uh, half to twenty, or half to sixteen. Okay, uh, and you destroy that shadow. Okay, and then is anyone else within ten foot reach of me? Yes. Okay. 
so the the one the one on Wendell's within ten feet of you. Okay, the one on Wendell is a nineteen to hit. Nineteen hits for uh, thirty-seven before having. So seventeen. Eighteen. 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 All right. So that's all right. And that destroys that shadow. Wow. One shadow remains, and it is Scram's turn. Um, I'm going to take a five-foot step back in diagonal and cast light onto uh, DeVault's uh, axe. Okay, smart thinking. Uh, the shadow, the remaining shadow doesn't, like, cower away from it. It doesn't seem to really be bothered by it, but it is DeVault's turn. All right, DeVault is going to move action, inspired rage. And then he is going to uh, standard action vital strike this thing with power attack. Okay. That's a 25 to hit. 25 hits. So that's 45 damage and then five fire. (laughs) Yeah. You have destroyed your shadow. (laughs) All right. Another quick combat. That got a little uh, little dicey. We walked away fully unscathed. Except <laughs> Wendell. As Wendell can barely stand. <laughs> Except Wendell, who's looking quite pale right now. Yeah, I got nothing for that. Wendell, you got any uh, lesser restoration? Yeah. Okay. Level two spell? I believe so. It's 1d4 ability damage healed. Making sure. It's level three. It would be restoration, comma, lesser. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> yes. Two. Okay. All right, so now you're down by one, right? Now he's down by three. Down by three, but it's a total negative one to his strength yes. score, Correct. like modifier. Okay. All right. Well, that was a little freaky. Should we... Yeah, we should keep going before more of those things show up. Um, I'm going to actually cast light onto everybody's weapon, and I'm also... Well, you can only have one light spell Oh, I can only time. have one... Okay, and I've been, it's gonna be on your... Like, I don't think we've expressly said it, but I have dancing lights that I've been just kind of throwing out ahead of us so that we have light moving forward. Okay, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm also going to recommend... I don't normally use weapons, but maybe we should just keep those out just in case. Probably a smart idea at this point. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and Devoth hefts his giant lumberjack axe. You never know when you're going to have to chop something down anyway. Barriers and whatnot. We're in a big floating wooden fortress thing. So if I got to cut through a wall, I cut through a wall. All right, you guys continue. About another 10, 15 minutes pass of exploration through this uh, massive labyrinth of ships. And you open the newest hatch. And you look down. You seem to be at the uh, the precipice of a uh, a cargo hold that, uh, contrary to the layout that you've become accustomed to, this one is perpendicular to the, the others, and it resembles just a uh, a thirty by thirty uh, sh- thirty foot by thirty foot shaft that goes straight down, probably eighty feet. Uh, Give me perception checks, please. 15. 17. 13. 17. We're killing it today. <laughs> I was counting on you guys. So well, that was your first mistake. Yeah. <laughs> All right. 
you spot a you spot a trail of mosses and vines which isn't totally out of place there's been like just very like swampy vegetation sparsely thrown in through some of these uh these ships but you notice a trail of of vegetation uh kind of leading down from where you are it looks climbable that doesn't look much worse than the rigging on the mascador Let's go. Devoth will start climbing down first. Okay. Yeah, I guess Theric will uh, follow suit. If it can hold us, it can hold everyone, right? In theory. Um, Scram is going to uh, watch to see where everybody else is uh, getting to. He has a ring of feather falling, so he's just waiting until everybody kind of makes it down to floor level. Okay. Wendell, are you climbing? Um, yes. Okay. I will need climb checks from Wendell, Theric, and Devoth. 17. 15. I will use my adaptable luck to give myself a plus three luck bonus to the roll. Okay. As a pirate, I'm sure Wendell has a pretty good climb score anyway, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we could totally use professional strength based climb right? skill. No, damn. I had to try. <laughs> so it's an 18 for one All right, great. Uh, so the three of you get climbing, and it's a little slow moving, but no no hiccups, nobody falls. Uh, however, Devoth, you're, you're the lowest. You started climbing first. You get about 10 feet from the bottom, and uh, a, a vine that looked like it was safe uh, kind of gives it a little bit. You catch yourself. But that kind of causes this chain reaction all the way back up and vegetation that was kind of holding itself in with other vegetation kind of makes its way up the, up the wall that you've been climbing, up past the hatch that Scram is still standing at, and up onto the ceiling, which if this ship were you know, in proper positioning would be like the like the front of the hold but it is the ceiling relative to you and a uh another hatch that had been uh closed and stuck from all the vegetation that was growing uh is uh loosened and the contents within forces the hatch open and all of this ship's armaments ballista bolts crossbow bolts come raining down onto you and well, it's a good thing happen. you have mage armor up now, Scram. Well, I, Scram, I'm fortunately, safe. is safe right now. Oh. He's, he's watching this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so we'll start with Devoth. That's a 33 to hit. Yeah, a little bit. Theric, that's a 19 to hit. Oh, 19 misses. Ooh. And Wendell, that's a 32 to hit. You hit. Uh, just for Cam, never punished. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna roll 5d8 for damage. That's 21 points of damage to Devoth and Wendell. But other than that, it was a very safe climb down. Oh, yes, other than that. <laughs> as, uh, as they're climbing down, you just, like, if you look up, Scram's face is just like, ooh, ah, ew. Oh. 
the I, la- the I get last to... ballista bolt clatters to the ground, and Scram goes, guys, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> Devolve gets to the bottom and looks up and goes, Scram, what the hell was that? Uh, the, it was the vine that you grabbed onto. It was a. Uh, it, it just <laughs> took everything out. That came from up there. What did you do? <laughs> Scram jumps down. Nothing. Okay. okay, so another minute goes by and everybody is safely uh, at the bottom of this hold. Hello, newcomers. And as Scram is floating down, uh, you see a hatch uh, on the north end of the. 30 by 30 foot room uh, and without warning it just bursts open and a creature shambles through it followed by three dark shadowy incorporeal undead creatures everybody roll initiative Alex why do you hate us no 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 I ain't touching that one mate Initiative. <laughs> <laughs> the Wendell wizard really wants to go first. Oh, yeah. Okay. Wendell, wizard initiative. Nine. Theric. Eleven. Scram. Twenty-two. Devoth. Twenty-four. Oh, ah. <laughs> okay, up first is Devoth. Is this a surprise round or no? Not a surprise round. Although Scram is still floating down, so he is... I mean, he can... I suppose he can act. He can cast spells while he's floating down. I I, I thought it was a... um, I thought it was like the last five feet it catches you, or is it just a... No, it starts as soon as you start falling. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Keep me safe. (laughs) All right. Then Devoth is going to pull out Chip as a move action, because we were climbing and... I assume I didn't have it in my hand while climbing. Uh, real quick, uh, anybody who wants to give me a knowledge religion check on this uh, creature who shambled through, uh, you all instantly recognize the other creatures as shadows, the ones that you just fought not too long ago. Uh, that's a 28. Wendell got a 19. Go. Okay, Wendell and Scram recognize uh, this creature, uh, the flesh of it. The flesh of this emaciated creature appears charred or dried, and its empty eye sockets seep trails of smoke. You recognize it as a bodak. When mortal humanoids find themselves exposed to profound supernatural evil, a horrific occult transformation can strip them of their souls and damn them to the tortured existence of a bodak. Gum, stop shaking your head. (laughs) We're all having fun. Uh, It's fine. So, Wendell, you can ask me one question about a Bodak. Scram, you can ask me three. All right. Does it have any weaknesses? Uh, yes, you know that it has uh, a vulnerability to sunlight. Bodaks loathe sunlight, for its merest touch burns their impure flesh. Each round of exposure to direct sunlight uh, deals damage to the Bodak. So, you know, just get it out in the sun. From underneath all these boats. Yeah. Uh, does it have any resistances? It resists the first 10 points of acid and fire damage. Um, Does it have any DR? It has DR 10 that is overcome by weapons made out of cold iron. And HP game uh, 60. Higher. 
That's a full round for Devoth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, Devoth, you're up. Uh, the Bodak is five feet in front of you, and uh, the shadows are still kind of like hanging out in the, the hatch. They haven't come through yet. All right. Then uh, Devoth is going to yeah pull out. Oh, the surprise round was pulling out Chip, right? No surprise round. Okay. So move action is pull out my great axe. And then standard action, I'm going to cast Mirror Image. Very nice. And I'll step back five feet. Oh, okay. And Scram, it's your turn. Uh, Scram is going to do... <laughs> um, I'm really thinking about Fireball, uh, but I don't... There's not a lot of room Yeah, down there's here. not enough room <laughs> for that. Uh, God... Everything that I want to do. Um, I'm going to cast... Honestly, uh, oh, haste. I'm going to cast haste on everybody. All right, when in doubt. Haste it out. All right, it's the Bodak's turn, and it's going to charge right up onto Voth. Wasn't it right next to me before? You I said it was five feet away from you, and you took a five-foot step away. So now it's ten feet away. Oh, when you said five feet away, I thought that meant next to me. Okay. Would you have done something different? Yeah, like I assumed it was adjacent to me. If it wasn't adjacent, then I would have stayed there. Okay, that's fine. We'll say it doesn't slam, or it, we'll say it doesn't charge. Um, Instead, it's going to full attack. Yeah, uh, so it is the Bodak's turn. Everybody needs to give me fortitude saves, please. If, uh, as at one point or another during this round, you uh, make eye contact with it. You feel a portion of yourself uh, threatening to tumble into its empty eye sockets. Oh, we're losing the crowd, Dom. Does that include me? Yeah. (laughs) Um, No. Scram, you are out of range for now. That's a 24 for Deva. Okay. Theric? 17. Okay. Wendell? 28. 28. Everyone's good, except Theric. You feel a piece of yourself get pulled into its empty eye sockets. You take four negative levels. What? what? I don't know what that means. <laughs> each negative it's level really gives you bad. a lot of penalties. Like For each negative level, you take a cumulative minus one on basically any d20 roll. And I think each negative level comes with negative five to your max health. Yeah. So you're at minus 20 max health and minus 4 on any d20 that you roll. Okay. So these... So Bodax have a gaze attack. So that means on its turn, uh, everybody needs to roll versus meeting its stare or something bad happens. So on your turn, you can declare some action that you take to mitigate this. You can like look at its feet or... In some other way, only kind of look at it. That'll give it a 20% concealment against you. So if you attack it and you hit it, there's still a 20% chance that you miss because you're not looking directly at it. But there will only be a 50% chance that its gaze attack will affect you on its turn. Or you can close your eyes, blindfold yourself, otherwise not look at it altogether. It'll have full concealment. So 50% chance that you still miss if you, ac- if you actually hit it. But then your ga- the gaze will have no effect on you. So, now we know. 
So it's going to proceed with its turn, and it's going to take two slams on Devoth. That's 15 to hit. That's a miss. And a 13 to hit. That's a miss. It just comes at you with two two, uh, slam attacks, and they both go wide. Sounds like the physical side is not the danger here. <laughs> no, not so much. Uh, Theric, it's your turn. How are you feeling? Uh, a little rough, honestly. <laughs> um, so move action, pull my falchion. Uh, bonus action, rage, using displacement, since Scram hasted us. And I will set myself up slightly behind Devoth. Okay. But still within my 10-foot reach. Are you taking any measures to avert your eyes? Uh, stare it down? Yeah, I'm going to stare at the ground until the start of my next turn, I guess. Okay, so that means it will have 20% concealment versus all of your attacks, but on its turn there's only going to be a 50% chance that you'll hit its gaze. Okay. Uh, but that's the end of your turn? You're not attacking? Uh, yeah, uh, if I can. I, 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 I didn't get all of your actions. What? So I don't know if you have... Move action, can. yeah, including pull my falchion. Yeah. Bonus action, rage, which activates displacement on me. Sure. And then single attack. Yeah. If I understand right. Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, so that is a sixteen to hit. Sixteen will not hit. Damn. Wendell. Um, Wendell's going to uh, use. Use a point of fervor to quick cast uh, divine favor on himself to get plus four to attack and plus four damage. Okay. And uh, still do a full attack with a swift. Yeah. And I'm going to flurry. Okay. Go punch it. And we are hasted as well, right? Yes. Oh, shit. The Empire's here. Everybody be cool. (laughs) These aren't the droids you're looking for. Twenty-six. Twenty-six hits. Nineteen. Nineteen is not hit. Okay. Twenty-two. Twenty-two hits. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight hits. Uh, what enhancement bonus does your do your unarmed strikes have? Plus two. Plus two. Okay. So that so it's got dr ten cold iron. Uh, you need a plus three to count as cold iron. So. You're looking at minus 10 on all of your hits. Okay. 13 makes it 3. Okay. Uh, 14 makes it 10. Or 14 makes it 4. Yep. And not enough. Okay. Wendell punches a bunch. Uh, this bodex has got a pretty tough hide, though. And now we've got three shadows. Uh, two of the shadows are going to go after, uh, Devoth, and one of them sees, uh, a wizard still floating through the air, so he's going to shoot up and go after Scram, but that's going to provoke from, from Theric and Devoth and Wendell, I think. Um, so in total, I get three reaction attacks? You only get one. Okay. Even with... Combat reflexes? I'm sorry, I keep forgetting about your your reach. Yeah, so you would you'd get an attack of opportunity on each of them. Okay. 
Uh, so 21 for the first. Okay. 26 for the second. That hits. And 21 for the third. They all hit. Uh, so 23 to the first shadow. Three. Okay. 23 to the second shadow. Okay. And 29 to the third. Ooh. All right. All three shadows are still up, but... Well, wasn't that the same one all three times? Oh, no. Because no. no, they one, Yeah, one to each. Okay. All right, so. and then the one going after Scram still provokes from Devoth and Wendell. Yep. So that's a 23 to hit. That hits. That is... That's 21 damage. All right. You destroy that shadow. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's kind of like one of those things like, protect the boy, protect the boy. <laughs> These things are dangerous, but they are not very hardy. I ain't touching it. <laughs> All right, but that still leaves the two shadows that went after Devoth. Indeed. And I have six mirrors up, by the way. We'll see about that. It's a 19 versus touch. The hits roll for mirrors. How many mirrors again? Six. Six? All right. So I'm going to roll a D8, ignore the eight, and a one is Devoth. Seven. Here comes second shadow. That is a 22 versus touch. That hits. All right. So now there's five yep. total, so I'm going to roll a D6. One is Devoth. Crack die somehow. Three. All right. Okay. It is now Devoth's turn. Okay, let's, uh, Devoth's going to move action to Inspire Rage. Okay. Just checking in with, sorry, checking in with the audience. Can you guys hear us okay? Or it's getting loud Doing okay? Yeah. All right. All right. So, yeah, move action, Inspire Rage, and then I will Vital Strike on the Bodak. Okay. With Power Attack. Like old times. Are you making any efforts to avert your eyes? Nope. I'm staring him down. All right. That's uh, 26 to hit. 26 hits. That's 31 damage and two fire damage. Or, sorry, not uh, two cold damage. Okay. So 33 damage altogether. Yep. And then mine. What enhancement bonus does Chip have? It's plus one. So not cold iron. Okay. Okay, up next is Scram. You have reached the ground. All right. Um, I am going to... Honestly, everybody's kind of in a wave of things. Uh, I'm going to cast Shield on myself. Okay. Up next is the Bodak. Scram, did you take any efforts to avert your eyes? Uh, would I know about that? Like, oh, yeah. did Okay, in that case, then yes. Okay. Uh, I look away. You just entirely look away from the Bodak? Uh, I look at its feet. Okay. So, and did I ask you, Wendell, if you took any measures to avoid the Bodak's gaze? I did not. You did not. Okay. So that's going to be a 50% chance per scram to avoid the gaze. Missing a D10. I got this. One through five. Uh, scram. Yeah, thanks. All right, 1 through 50, Scram avoids the gaze. 
Scram avoids the gaze. Woo! Let's go. Everybody else, give me fortitude saves. Um, any bonus for staring yeah, yeah, at his feet? Theric averted his eyes, too. Oh, you're... Oh, yeah. okay, I'm sorry. So I'll no, roll 50% good. for Theric as well. No. Give me fortitude saves. I got a 26. I got a 14. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. um, <laughs> You're going to be part of I'm gonna give Theric, yep. <laughs> I'm going to give Theric a gallant inspiration on this save. I don't miss that. So, so Devoth is rolling two d4s to add to it. So add seven to that. Okay, so that makes it a twenty-one. Okay, Blendel got a twenty-three. Okay, you all uh, save against the gaze attack. <laughs> Thank you very much. I needed that. <laughs> all right, uh, Bodak's going to. It's uh, going to take two slams. Uh, 21 to hit. Uh, that's a miss, but a mirror. Okay. I assume he's hitting me. What? I assume he's still going after me. Yeah, I'm sorry. He's going after Devoth. And that is going to be a 24 to hit. Uh, that is a hit. Roll mirrors. I have uh, three left. All right. D4. One is Devoth. Four. Theric. All right. Theric is going to swift action arcane strike. And uh, go for a, a full round of attacks against the shadows that are next to us still. Okay. Uh, so first attack is a 28 to hit. That hits. 13 uh, for 39 damage. All right. You destroy one of the remaining shadows. Okay. Next shadow is a 26 to hit. That hits. For 35 damage. And you destroy another shadow. All that remains is the Bodak. And the Bodak is more than 10 feet away? Nope. Uh, no. Within, okay. He, yeah, he's right on the other side of me. You should be able to reach him. All right. So Are you taking any means to avoid its eyes? I'm going to aim for its feet. Okay. So it's going to have a 20% concealment against you. Okay. Uh, but that is a 16 to hit anyways. That does not hit. Okay. Wendell, you're up. Um, Wendell is going to... Is Theric within reach? Yeah. Um, I'm going to use Lucky Presence on Theric. So next time you have to, at any point in the next uh, one minute, uh, when you roll a d20, Matt, roll two of them. Matt, talk to the audience, not yeah. to us. Anytime you roll a d20, you can opt to roll two and take the higher. Okay. Thank you. But it's only like Once. one time. Okay. All right, shadows are gone. Uh, Devoth, you're up. All right. Um, maintaining rage. So I get my fast healing from Scald's Vigor. Don't miss that either. <laughs> <laughs> and Free heals for everyone. Oh, it's right only now it's only I, for, I for Devoth. <laughs> and full attack on the Bodak. Power attack. Okay. Oh, that's a natural one on the first one. Ooh, roll to confirm. Uh, but it's like a 27 to confirm. Okay, you're fine. Uh, I assume you're just staring it down again? Oh, yeah. Okay. And then a 20 on the second. Oh, 20 does not hit. And that's another friggin' natural one on the third attack. Holy shit. And I don't like my odds. Uh, 
Yeah, it's an 18 to confirm. Okay. Well, I guess there's no point in confirming natural ones because we don't have fumble cards. Oh, no, I, I got him. Oh. I found him. Sorry. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> Are you sure you found them? them? Ah, you deserve that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is called Cutter. I'm taking one point of strength bleed. <laughs> wow. Well, fortunately, that won't tick until the beginning of your next turn. Ow. <laughs> yeah. You got your, uh, you got your inner thigh with your, with your, with your axe there, Devoth. I guess so. He can only be a danger to himself. <laughs> <laughs> the only way to kill Devoth is with Devoth. <laughs> Scram, you're up. Uh, I mean, Scram still doesn't have a clear line, but uh, let's do spontaneous immolation. Okay. And I believe... You know it resists the first 10 points of fire damage. That's fine. Okay. All I have is fire damage and lightning, but (laughs) you're in the way. Do you not have magic missiles? No, at least not on my spell list. All I have is make hole. (laughs) 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 And mage armor that I don't cast till halfway through battle. Or after the fact. (laughs) Um, All right. I think it's a reflex save on your... uh... Oh, okay. Uh, And are you... Averting uh, your eyes at all, Scram? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So you you have to at least look at it a little bit to target it with a spell, right, but right. I'll give you I'll give you that fifty percent chance. All right. So reflex save. I got a twenty uh, an eighteen. Eighteen. Spontaneous simulation level two. Uh, fails. Okay. Go ahead and roll damage. All right. Did you roll that 50%? Oh, no, That's so there's going to be the gaze, gaze attack on its uh, turn. Oh, okay. Um, no, there's, there's no chance to miss with that kind of spell, as long as you can see it. You're immolating its it foot, though. <laughs> it doesn't need those toes. <laughs> Toasty toesies. Uh, 3d6. Uh, 11 fire damage. Okay. And it takes I, one. I believe it stays alight. Yes. Yeah, it failed yes. the reflex, so it catches on fire. Good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else? Nope. I, uh, I'm good. Okay. Uh, Bodak's turn. Uh, Theric averted his eyes. Is that it? Or did, did so Wendell? Did scram. So nope. did Scram. So did Scram. Okay. All right. 50% chance. Here's Theric. That is no gaze for Theric. So it's 1 to 50, no gaze. And I got a 51 for Scram. Sorry, Scram. (laughs) Fortitude save, buddy. Yeah. I got a 26. Okay. And uh, Wendell, fortitude save? Uh, I will use my adaptable luck. Okay. Give myself a plus two to make that a 19. Sorry. Okay. Do we get hero points this adventure? <laughs> um, sure. Everybody gets one hero point. All right. I'll take that. Why do you ask? <laughs> I'm going to use that right now. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, 20 for Scram. Uh, 20 passes. Wendell, what did you say you got? 19. Okay. Those are all passes. Yeah. Woo. 
All right, now it's Derek's turn. Why do you ask? All right, Wait, so doesn't it still have to take its turn? Oh, yeah. Why would you say that? Thanks, Matt. It's going to hey, full if attack. I'm, if I'm going to beat him, I'm going to do it fairly. No, yeah. teacher, you forgot to assign us home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. Nope. I mean, it's it's still attacking Matt, so <laughs> he's just, he's, it's his kink, I guess. Uh, 26 to hit. That's a hit. I got two mirrors left. All right. I'll roll a, roll a d4. One and two is Devoth. Or I'll ignore the four and one is Devoth. I'm okay. <laughs> Three. All right. One more slam. Natural two. So nothing happens. Uh, right. Theric, your turn. Uh, Theric is going to swift action arcane strike okay. and uh, go for some power attacks against the Bodak. Are you uh, looking at its feet still? Look it right in the eyes and take it down. Right, we're going for it. Yeah. Just okay. going swinging. Nice. Finish it. Uh, that's a natural 20. Yeah. Nice. Roll to confirm. Uh, 21 to confirm. 21 confirms the crit. <laughs> Fuck All yes. Right. All right. So we got crit cards too, Matt? We got crit fumble? cards. Okay. So this is uh, your hamstring in it. This thing takes normal damage, so non-crit damage. Okay. And 1d2 dex damage, once I believe it's immune to because it's undead, but you knock it on its ass. It's prone. Undead actually can take physical ability damage. Oh, yeah? So, uh, yeah. Or is only mental ability damage. I know, it's one of the two. We'll just... Okay. I'll look it up, but... How much damage? Uh, so 36 damage reduced to 26. It is magical, but not cold iron. Okay. Uh, you said that was... Tw- what, 36? Reduced to 26. 26, okay. And it's prone? Yep. And it's prone. Damn, okay. Uh, second attack. All right, you're going to have a plus four for hitting it uh, while prone for the second attack. Okay. Hey, counteract those negative levels. Uh, it's a, <laughs> I rolled a 19, which is also a crit for me. Okay, what is that total, though? Uh, it is total? Yeah. In the 30s? 36. <laughs> okay. Just making sure. And you have to confirm that. Yes. yes. All right, 24 to confirm. 24 confirms. Let's get another crit card. Yep. <laughs> this is a severed hand. Normal damage, and the target loses a hand. Okay. Um, Just embarrassing this thing now. <laughs> so 32 reduced to 22. Okay. And third attack. I rolled a 16, which is also a crit. Total of 28. <laughs> Go on. Uh, 24 to confirm. That also confirms. Thank you for inviting me, Alex. (laughs) (laughs) Happy to have you. This is amazing and very fitting. (laughs) This attack has momentum. Double damage and plus two on all of your attack rolls for the next round. Wow. Okay. All right, so roll that crit damage. So now you roll it again because you doubled it. So 11 plus another 11. Um, and then you double static bonuses? Yep. So 74 points of damage reduced to 64. <laughs> well, you don't need no momentum when it's already dead. Nice. Theric slays the Bodak. Teach you to give me negative levels. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you still have them, so I'm fine with it. That's fine. Yeah, that's fair. All of our stats are going to be one at the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm feeling fine. Yep, as as is tradition. Uh, okay, so you're uh, you're picking yourselves back up after that uh, that hairy encounter. Um, 
Theric, you would uh, be in like bearing down on it uh, as you were. Uh, you notice that this Bodak, it's it's it still has like scraps of what probably used to be clothing that it's wearing, uh, and you notice that kind of tum- partially tumbled out of. Uh, like a like a a back pocket maybe when it fell over and then got killed. Uh, you see what looks like maybe a very very old journal. All right, I'm going to pick up the journal and hand it to somebody that is much smarter than me. <laughs> Scram! What's it say? <laughs> read for us. <laughs> I read the English that's in front of me. Maybe. Is it in common? Um. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Give me one second. Listen, anything's got to be better than my seven intelligence right now, so. Here we go. Um, Scram, give me a knowledge history check, please. 16. All right. Uh, This leather-bound journal is old. So old the embossed name on the cover is no longer legible. Uh, The spine is all but gone. It looks like just roughly closing it might do enough to finish the job. Uh... The papers themselves are badly water-stained, and many are completely illegible. Some entries can be read and contain the sailing details of a Talden Navy ship in rigid, tiny handwriting. One of the entries details a patrol route past the new province of Chelyax. Scram, with your knowledge history check, you know that if this journal is referring to Chelyax as a new province of Taldor, it would make its author around 1,700 years old. You turn to the final entry... Fortunately, it's one of the few legible pages, though the handwriting is now large and slanted, clearly a new author. Sunday, Desnes III, 3009 AR. Abraham has returned from his scouting mission, alive though very shaken. As far as he can tell, the air bubble is about a mile wide. His report includes unseen creatures lurking within the darkness. The validity of this is yet to be proven, though it may explain the quickly mounting paranoia of the crew claiming that we're being watched. To make matters worse, Abraham has concluded that we are indeed no longer on Galarian, or even the material plane at all, but have somehow arrived in the plane of water. He's also identified our location as Phantom's Ebb, a name that inspires little confidence. Worst of all, though, was when I asked how far Phantom's Ebb was from the surface. Abraham collapsed from the fatigue of his mission, but not before answering my question. The surface? There is none. I've ordered Luther and Walter to take Abraham somewhere below decks where he can rest, and also to make sure no one bothers him. Most importantly, I ordered them to keep quiet, as they're the only others to hear Abraham's report, and I fear this news will break what little backbone the crew has left. I I feel utterly powerless against the impossible task set before me, and that is the end of the last entry. Oh... A lot of doom and gloom, guys. Uh, I think this kind of confirms the fear a little bit that we're stuck in a bubble inside the uh, plane of water. Anybody who's got it can give me knowledge planes. Uh, Scram, I like when you tell nicer stories than that. Can we just get a little positivity here? (laughs) Yeah, Scram, we got to work on your storytelling skills, Boo, bad story. (laughs) You handed me the book. I can't read. Please. All right. Uh, that's a 25. I miss being a knowledge monkey. Yeah. 
Yeah, okay. The elemental plane of water, also known as the boundless sea, is part of the inner sphere of planes, uh, which is also shared by the material plane, and composed almost entirely of fresh and salt water. It surrounds the plane of air and is in turn surrounded by the plane of earth. This is, of course, very abstract. It doesn't surround these planes in the way that you might comprehend it to do so. Uh, but metaphysically, it sort of surrounds them. Uh, detritus from other planes provides pockets of air and solid material and is perhaps the most hospitable of the elemental planes for extraplanar travelers. Um, Yay us. Like most other planes of existence, you know that the plane of water is nigh infinite in size, similar to the universe itself beyond planet Earth or Galarian in this setting. Uh, you can swim and swim and swim forever and never reach the end of it. Uh, one interesting thing that Scram knows about it, uh, anyone who uh, might think to themselves, infinite water, wouldn't that just crush you forever? Actually, no. The plane of water has something called subjective gravity. All you need to do is take a moment and think of a direction you want gravity to point downward, and you will fall in that direction. You can try it out now if you want. Take it for a spin. Uh, Devoth takes a, a walk around the walls. Yeah, it's kind of like a funhouse. Uh, but that would uh, that would prevent the water itself from having one universal direction that it's all falling into, and instead just kind of sits there as it does. You know that the plane of water also has its own natural ambient lighting from a combination of bioluminescence, and there are several very large, bright, and hot spherical objects, kind of like stars in their own right, that offer... Uh, lighting uh, in vast distances. However, you remember when you were on the surface of the Mascador, uh, it was just blackness. Uh, Scram, from your knowledge planes check uh, and hearing the name Phantom's Ebb, that's actually jogging your memory a little bit, and you have heard of this place. You know that it is where crashed ships uh, some occasionally just kind of find their way to by accident, by planar convergence even occasionally airships from the plane of air somehow make their way to phantom's ebb and they all get collected here and form this humongous landmass uh in conjunction with that you know that for some strange reasons scholars aren't really sure why but the undead shadows that you've been fighting they uh they kind of hang out here in vast vast numbers and Lovely. their presence actually drains the light from around this place so approaching phantom's ebb it would appear like this semi-spherical mass of shadows the closer you get to it you are inside of this mass of shadows so were you to you know somehow break free of this air bubble which is only a tiny portion of phantom's ebb itself and try to swim out, you would likely be met with an uncomfortably large amount of shadows all converging on you. Well, that's disappointing. Yeah, that paints a rosy picture. Can yeah. I think really hard about Devoth falling <laughs> <laughs> as he's walking the wall? You give it your best shot, but no, Devoth does not fall. 
<laughs> I'm right there with you. Yeah. Fall, fall, fall. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. And uh, so, yeah, with that, on you go. You continue your trek. The, uh, you're, at, you're at the bottom of this, uh, this vertical shaft, and you make your way through that open hatch that the Bodak uh, clambered through. On the other end of that room, uh, you find yet another uh, very odd-looking uh, cabin. Most of these ships that you've been in are very strange to you. They're from... It's making sense now. This place is eons old, and it's not just from one location that these ships are from. They're from everywhere, not just even, you know, in the inner sea, in Galarian, or even on the material plane itself. These are cultures and building materials from all over the the great beyond, from all these planes. So it's starting to make more sense why every ship you're going into just kind of looks weird. This newest ship that you go into, it's no different. Uh, but what's unmistakable is that you see a large trunk at the far end of the room. Uh, it's clearly a, uh, a, a storage trunk of some sort, but like, uh, like all things that you've seen, it just looks kind of strange. It's, it's very, it's very, uh, its design is very weird. Just looks very stylized. You're not sure exactly what material it's made of. But hey, it's a treasure chest. Yeah, you what, kind of, what kind of pirates would we be if we didn't loot the place? <laughs> so I'll give it a once over for traps and then give it a, and open it up. Okay, give me perception checks. I also do detect magic. Good call. Uh, 26 perception. Devoth, you're not detecting any traps. Scram, you are detecting uh, a lot of magic from inside this chest. All right. You're going to open it? Um, do, I mean, can I, spend a, can I spend a few turns trying to figure out exactly what magic is coming out of it? You would have to closely examine the item in order to okay. better understand what the magical aura is. And is it just that the trunk looks foreign to us, or does it look like it doesn't belong in the space that we're in? Um... A little bit of both, actually. It looks like somebody placed this trunk in this room, probably from somewhere else, some some other ship. They found this trunk and they placed it in this room. Uh, I mean, I, I I relay the message that hey, this is uh, heavily magical. Uh, I'm gonna step in the other room if you decide to open it. <laughs> well, Devoth's going to open it. All right, Devoth, you open it. And you behold a treasure trove of potions and scrolls and a magical wand. Awesome. We'll skip the lengthy task of identifying all of these things for the sake of our fine audience. Uh, They all, uh, the, the, the bottles themselves of the potions and the stoppers, it's exactly the same. They're all very unique. Like, they're not, some of them are just plain glass vials that you'd see in, like, science class, but others, like, they have little engravings on them, and the, the stoppers are, like, carved into different things. It's very clear that all of these items are just collected from all over the, the multiverse. They all mean different things to different cultures and different time periods. So, Scram's gonna actually connect the dot a little bit. Uh, maybe these, uh, maybe these different, things are actually from 
that person's quest around this uh, around this area. Maybe he scrounged up all this stuff. That is very possible. It looks, it, this does look like just a a, a horde uh, assembled, like just kind of collected from around this place and all placed in this one trunk. So you find six potions of lesser restoration. You find two scrolls of restoration. And you find a wand of lesser restoration with 28 charges. It's almost like the scavenger had something very specific in mind when he went foraging. Uh, well, does restoration restore negative levels? Uh, it does. Uh, you know that restoration can restore one... Yeah, one casting of Restoration can restore all temporary negative levels, which right now are the kind that Theric has. All right. Uh, Wendell, you can use these, right? Why don't you... Uh, Hi, Captain. Why don't you take care of Theric and yourself so we can keep moving here? Is it a scroll of Resto? The, there are two scrolls of Restoration. You okay. can... You, you can use those without making any checks since they're on your spell list. Yep. So, Theric, you have been remo- restored of all of your negative levels, and you still have three points of strength damage, I believe. Yes. So, so I can take the lesser resto for that, right? Yeah. There I have are, to roll d4 for that? Yes. There are... How many potions did I say? Five? Six. Six. Six, six. six potions. You know that casting lesser restoration is... Oh, is there a wand of it? There's said? a wand of it. Yeah, yeah. You know that casting... Casting from the wand is three full rounds, but drinking the potion is just a single standard action. Yeah, I'll, I'll do the wand. Okay. So, first charge. So, for okay. restoration, he gets four. Uh, for so one. Great. One charge. Yes. But, okay, so only for one of them we get uh, all those levels back. Okay, so, so we, we, have one, we have one scroll remaining and 27 charges remaining in the wand. Correct. Yep. How many charges? Sorry. 27. 27. It was not a full wand. Restoration. Yeah. Um, I'll hold on to the wand unless anybody yeah, else I wants mean, to. You're the only one that can use it easily, so take it up. Uh, same thing with the scrolls? Yeah. 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 And how many scrolls were there? There's one left. And then maybe we can divvy out the potions between the rest of us. We can each take two just in case. Well, there's six potions. Yeah, so Wendell gets the, the wand oh, and scroll. each of you guys. And the okay. three of us each take two potions. Okay. All right, so you, uh, you line your pockets with magic, and on you go. You start traversing through these ships again, and with, uh, before long, you start to notice something strange. It seems like the orientation of these ships has kind of flipped uh, that perhaps you've you've passed some halfway point, and on the other end of this halfway point, in conjunction with the the weirdness of this subjective gravity, the ships on the bottom side think that they're on the top side. So uh, we've like passed the core of these little planet of ships. Yeah, in a manner of speaking, uh, with the subjective gravity, it's really not. You know, it's nothing for you guys to really worry about. It's not like you need to climb up now. But it is something to take note of. And we haven't heard anything else from the voice in this whole time? Correct. Funny you bring up the voice, though. Because after about ten more minutes of traversing, uh, you, you go through another hatch. 
and you behold a creature sitting inside of this, uh, the main hold of this newest ship that you've entered. Four long tentacles writhe from this three-eyed fish-like creature's flanks, and its green body glistens with thick, clear slime. And it looks like a, like a, like I said, it looks like a fish, but it is just kind of slumped onto the floor of this hold. It looks very, it looks very awkward and uncomfortable where it is. But it looks at you all, and its three eyes blink, and you hear in your heads, I'm glad to see you've made it. And you can all give me knowledge dungeoneering to identify what this creature is. It's a Balrog. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) We dug too greedily and too deep. (laughs) What's up, Scram? I rolled a natural 20, but I didn't put any ranks in engineering. <laughs> well, let's say just this once for the sake of telling a good story. That natural 20 gives you some, uh, some clarity. And you recognize this creature as an aboleth. <laughs> I just want to say... I, I love your laugh. Thank you so much. For, <laughs> it, We're all going to die. It warms my heart every time. <laughs> As befits their hideous primeval appearance, the, he- the aboliths are among the world's oldest forms of life. Ancient, even when the gods first turned their eyes to the material plane, the aboliths have always existed apart from other mortal life. Alien and cold and endlessly plotting. They once ruled the world with vast empires and today view most other forms of life as either food or slaves, and sometimes both. They disdain the gods and see themselves as the true masters of creation. An aboleth is 25 feet long and it weighs 6,500 pounds. So, big old fish boy. Um, Scram, you can ask me three questions about an aboleth. Alright, um, do they, uh, do they have a hate towards humans, or, like, uh, I don't know how to word that, um. I mean, I'll, I'll just go back to that description I gave you for free. They once ruled the world with vast empires, and today view most other forms Uh, of life as either food or slaves, and uh, sometimes both. Got it. Um... You still have three questions. Can I get DR? Uh, they do not have DR. Uh, can I get one cool ability? Of course. Outside the telepathic. Yeah, you know about their mucus cloud. While underwater, so it's not currently functioning, while underwater an aboleth exudes a cloud of transparent slime. All creatures adjacent to an aboleth must succeed at a fortitude save each round or lose the ability to breathe air, but gain the ability to breathe water for three hours. Renewed contact with an aboleth's mucus cloud and failing another save extends the effect for another three hours. Uh, you would know that this is a, a very handy ability that they've, uh, that they've adapted to enable surface dwellers as deep sea slaves they they grab surface dwellers they bring them down to the depths of their under underwater cities 
but with the help of that mucus cloud, those uh, surface dwellers can exist uh, as slaves, but if they try to swim away, they're not going to reach the surface in three hours, and they will drown. Wow. Um, can I get another cool ability? Oh, you want more, do you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, something other than the booger cloud. <laughs> you know, a creature hit by an abelis tentacle must succeed at a fortitude save, or their skin and flesh transforms into a clear, slimy membrane over the course of 1d4 rounds. The creature's new flesh is soft and tender, reducing its constitution score by 4 as long as it persists. If the creature's flesh isn't kept moist, it dries quickly and the victim takes, uh, it takes damage every 10 minutes. You know that a removed disease or similar effect can restore an afflicted creature to normal, but immunity to disease offers no protection. Other, uh, it offers no protection from this attack. So just more, more fun tools to keep their slaves underwater. Yeah. You have one question. Nope, that was that three was questions. All, three. all right. So yeah, you open this hatch and you see this humongous, like elephant-sized fish with tentacles coming out of uh, its flanks. Three eyeballs, and it blinks, and it says, "Finally, you've arrived." It appears we have. And who might you be? What might you be? I look at Scram. What is that thing? This is an abolith. Uh, the oh, oh, sorry. This is an abolith. Uh, although I am concerned with the background knowledge of your kind you uh, you enslave people uh, right uh, i'm i'm drilling him like that's that's mm -hmm. the that's the end goal it's three eyes blink again and you you guys notice that its eyes are maybe it's just how all abolith's eyes look but its eyes look very milky uh, almost like Almost like it's, it's blind or it has some damage to its vision. And it says, Indeed, it is... Indeed, it is part of my culture to enslave surface dwellers such as yourself. But these are not normal circumstances. You are trapped in here with me and I am trapped in here. And it's a kind of hefts the upper half of its body as, to, as if to gesture upward. I am trapped in here uh, from those shadows. I found myself trapped here not too long ago, and the shadows forced me down here. They sapped my strength, and over time I regained my strength. And I tried to escape, and they sapped it again. And this happened again and again, until eventually I... Well, I lost my eyesight. I can no longer see. You have recently arrived in this place, and for the time being, we must work together. For apart, we have no hope of escaping this place, but if we work together, we stand a chance. To answer your question, and it uh, nudges itself slightly towards Devoth, your tragically mammalian mouths couldn't hope to form the syllables of my name. And I fear that you couldn't comprehend it anyway. But you may call me Fathom. All right, Fathom. So how do we get out of here? Well, 
You currently stand in the upper hold of the, the topmost ship on this side of the structure. It has taken damage to its main deck, and were it not for my illusions, you would see out of the large hole in the floor, and we have a direct line outward. It is the only way that I've kept safe from these shadows that have been prowling around looking to finish me off. You are tragically slow in the water. I am very fast, even faster than your magics might be able to make you. And without magical assistance, you are unable to breathe in the water. But with my help, you can breathe indefinitely until we can find a way out. But I am not large enough nor befitting the shape of one of your mounts or horses. You could not ride me. It would not work. However... We sit in a trove of timbers and building materials. You must create a vessel that I would be able to pull. You can ride in this vessel. It need not be airtight. In fact, you must make it so that my mucus cloud can seep through and allow you all to breathe the water. And in, exchange, and in turn, one of you must guide me, direct me out of this place. Do you accept these terms? Well, it's lucky for you. We happen to have the best carpenter in the shackles right here. And they pat Scram on the back. Aaron Ivy didn't survive. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs> well, I highly doubt that, but, no, but I'm sure he is accomplished enough. Please, I... I... I, I do not... I am not like one of your common fish, but I, even I will not last much longer slumped in this dryness for much longer. You must make haste. Build this vessel and accommodate it to fit around me, and I will take us out. Uh, so you're basically making a chariot okay. to ride in behind Fathom. All right. All right. We uh, can do that. I've got my big old axe, so I can easily harvest some wood from these ships around, and I think, uh, does Scram have a Fabricate prepared? I do, in fact, have a Fabricate prepared. Love it. Okay. Um, how's everybody doing? Do we want to take, like, a five-minute break? Is this a good spot? Or do you want to just keep going? What about you guys? I could use that. I've been kind of needing to go to the bed. All right. I think this is a good spot to stop. Uh, hope we, I hope I see everybody back here, but if not, no hard feelings. Uh, yeah, we'll see you guys back here in about five. And we're back. Okay. Thank you for not abandoning us, poor people. <laughs> Appreciate it. Uh, okay. Uh, so, yeah, here you are in Phantom's Ebb in the Plain of Water, and you have just been uh, given some homework by an abolith. So, let me look at some notes here. Does anybody have dark vision? Yes. Okay, Theric does. Because um, that is, Fathom would have mentioned, that is one of the things that is going to be important once you leave the ships. Because it's basically pitch black out there. Um, you know, having like a fixed light source on your vessel will help. But considering the speeds that you're going to be navigating at and how treacherous it's going to be having dark vision will help as well. Um, well, question on that front. Yes. Would it be 
possible to affix, like, there's a whole bunch of ships around, would, would we be able to, like, take down a mast and, like, affix that to the front of our chariot and put a light on the end of it so we have a fixed light well ahead of us? What? <laughs> We would be like yeah, a big old anglerfish. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I was thinking we're creating a headlight, but anglerfish works too. Yeah. Yeah. You could definitely incorporate that into the, uh, into the vessel. Uh, we can have fun with it. You guys can, uh, yeah, you can have like power seats and <laughs> have central air. Hot rod stripes. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I, I guess uh, you guys are just going to kind of gather building materials. Scram is going to use a fabricate spell. And you're going to create your vessel doing that? Sounds like a plan. All right. Um, in terms of the final product uh, and like what it looks like, I would like Scram to give me either a craft carpentry check, a profession sailor check, or a knowledge engineering check. Tw- a 22. What did you roll? A 7. Engineering he rolled. Enge- rolled. Oh, sorry. Engineering. Sorry. Thank you very much. 22? Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So it'll take you guys about an hour to gather up all the materials. Um, and then your final, your, your final finished product, uh, I kind of imagine it being like kind of uh, like TIE fighter shaped. It's like kind of spherical loosely. And you guys just kind of like have benches inside that you're sitting in. And then kind of like a like a little seat to sit on for somebody on the outside. Or it might not even have a roof. I don't know. Do you, does anybody have any specific ideas what they want to... Does they, the Abolith have any advice about what's going to make it easiest for it to tow while maintaining structure underwater? He has no concerns of human engineering and streamline. There's, you have no hope of making it as streamlined as he is. I mean, yes, thank you for your condescending attack there, Abolith. I'll be here until you uh Until, until you I die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, I mean, with, with Scram's knowledge engineering check, like, the as far as making it hydrodynamic and suitable to be towed, that's covered. Okay. I'm just looking for, like, what... Uh, if anyone had any specific ideas on the aesthetics of it. Uh, we're, we're going full grease lightning, including... Uh Including a little song piece. Oh, you guys are going to have yeah. a little song and dance number <laughs> yeah. making this thing? Okay, that Go sounds ahead, good. Go Scram, perform. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the floor is yours. Hydrodynamic. <laughs> are uh, you going full Vanna White? <laughs> <laughs> there is definitely a depiction of a mask somewhere on this thing, too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm that. sure you guys find, like, some, like, like tar or paint or... Something charcoal, uh, something to put a black mark yeah. of a mask on there. Yeah, in in one of these nearby ships. Uh, most importantly, what are we naming this uh, this plane of water fairing vessel? The mask mucus. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Tom was on top of that one. I was so. ready. It, any uh. Any vetoes from the audience? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get moist in this one. Oh, my God. 
Is that so? Is that our final answer? This is the uh, masked mutants. Do we have any audience suggestions? What do you want us to name our ship? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. She should be in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the snot rocket it is. Oh God. <laughs> so the. Their main ship that they're not using anymore was called the Maskador, as in the masked Matador. So very setting appropriate. And then another ship, just to kind of give you guys context, uh, they had this whole set, this whole crew of interns <laughs> that sailed under them, and it was called the Internship. So, <laughs> so Snot Rocket is like just right on brand for us. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the mess not rocket. It's like yeah, the matador snot rocket. <laughs> so, who will be who will be in the driver's seat, so to speak, of the snot rocket? Um, so the the driver's seat has to be somebody that can provide the abolith with directions, right? Yes, and so I was actually just getting to that uh, for navigating fathom. Uh, You'll be making either a ride check because you're essentially like like using reins kind of to guide him, or at a penalty, uh, a profession sailor check. I've got a decent sailor. Anybody else? I've got an okay sailor, but I have no ride check. Me either. Um, and I guess are you and I the only ones that have dark vision? I do not have dark vision. Yep. Awesome. Okay, uh, so what are we doing to cover visibility? Um, well, I think like we discussed, put put a mast out in front with a light on it so we can see ahead of us. You're just using the, the spell light? Yeah. Okay. And then what, dancing lights where we are sitting? I mean, you can even have somebody actively like just shooting the dancing lights out in front of you like over and over again as you go. Uh, but... Or, or you can keep them, like, if you need to see what you're doing, that wouldn't be a bad idea either. Yeah. So, I mean, I've got access to that, to dancing lights, so I can I can provide street lights for us <laughs> if Scram can provide headlights. Yep, I can do that. That's great. And Fathom will provide the four-wheel drive. <laughs> okay, so you guys get this thing uh, built, and you ha- you've created a harness of sorts that you kind of fit over the front of Fathom. He probably will like use his like tentacles to hold on to it. And uh, he says, all right, is everybody ready? Because I'm about to send us hurling upwards to the outer edge. Huh? Yes. <laughs> he, he uses his tentacles to make sure you can all see his air quotes. Uh, I'm about to hurl us upwards to the outer skirts of this air bubble. And once we hit that, we will be accosted by dozens and dozens of shadows. Okay, so weapons at the ready, but also with how much he's describing how he's going to hurdle us forward. Does anybody else really just want him to be like snail's pace through the water? (laughs) Basically, he's going to uh, direct his subjective gravity upwards and his bulk is just going to take you guys with him. That's terrifying. <laughs> He's going to take us with his girth? Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, did he give us any sense of how long this journey is going to take? With 
with my swift movements through the water, it, we will be out of danger, hopefully, within a minute or so. But it will be a harrowing minute. All right. Are shadows before, considered undead? Yes. Then before he gets started, or as he's ready, as he's prepping to go, Devoth is going to cast Mirror Image on himself and see invisibility. Okay. Uh, I'm going to cast Shield on myself. And does anybody want to be enlarged? Um, I want to say yes, but yeah, I feel like that might be a shadows. bad thing with someone pulling us. <laughs> I mean, the Abolus weight is crazy. It's 6,700 pounds. I don't think one of or two of us even being enlarged is going to be a big issue. All right. As long as there's room on the chariot, yeah. Embiggen me. <laughs> um, I enlarged. Girth on girth, baby. <laughs> well, I, I only have one enlarged person, so it's only going to be one of you. I'm going to consecrate the ship. Yeah? Do tell. Uh, it gives all undead a minus one to their attack rolls, damage rolls, and saves. And increases the DC to resist positive channeled energy by three. Okay, awesome. Um, and I'm also going to cast Mirror Image on myself. Yeah, I guess if we're going for it, I'm going to cast Long Arm Shield and Mirror Image on myself. Yeah, have out your uh, battlements on this. Oh, yeah. Falchion at the ready. <laughs> Prepping right. for a fight. All right, so you guys prep up. And at your, at your direction, Fathom will hurl himself upwards and take you guys with him. And for... Several frightening seconds, you are just free-falling upwards towards what looks like the surface of the water, but it's really like the top, kind of, of this air bubble. It is a very surreal experience. But then, all like just all at once, Fathom splashes through the surface of the air bubble, and your vessel falls onto the surface with just a, a savage... Uh, like, just sudden stop as you hit the surface, and then you're pulled under. And for one frightening round, you're just in the water. You can't breathe, and Fathom's mucus cloud starts working. And you kind of have to just have faith that this is going to work. And cautiously, you take your first breaths of salt water. And true to his word, his mucus cloud has enabled all passengers of the snot rocket to breathe water. <laughs> and with that moment past you, Fathom just immediately gets going. Fathom is incredibly fast. With a 60-foot swim speed, he takes a full round in just in six seconds, covers 120 feet with you guys in tow. And now we enter the final stretch of this adventure, the escape. Even I don't know what's about to happen. Gum, you look at my rolls one more time, and I swear to fucking God. <laughs> I can't help it. There's just click-clack noises. Yeah, see? See, it's not just me. <laughs> no, it's totally an ADHD thing. Like, I hear click-clacks, must look. It's yeah, fine. That's what I said. They didn't believe me. No, it's this the, is fun to yell at you about it. It's, <laughs> it's the audio version of, ooh, something shiny. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's fine. All right, so you get going, and uh, almost immediately, shadows from behind. I'll need, I'll need two ride or profession sailor checks from Fathom's pilot. 
I think that was determined to be me, unless uh, unless Wendell's got a really good profession sailor down there. Oh, no, he does not. All right, then that's me. <laughs> I got a 12. I got a 15. Ah. All right, the first one is a 31. Okay. And the second is a natural 20 for a 35. Okay. So think of these shadows as just an infinite number of troops for anybody who's listened to the podcast. A troop is like a swarm of like small or larger sized creatures and there's just no escaping their attack rolls. They just come and there's so many of them that they hit you. And so one of these just dense units of shadows comes up, from, comes up at you from behind but with some swift adjusting and navigating on Devoth's part you're able to evade them. Shadows to port. Devoth, I need a profession sailor check from you. Uh-oh. Uh, that's low. I'm going to hero point and re-roll that. Okay. That is not much better. Um, so that's a 19. Okay. 1d4. Uh, random PCs and also possibly Fathom are going to take some strength damage. Three. So, so due to his bulk, Fathom will represent one and two on the D6. And then we're going to go from stage left to stage right and see who takes some strength damage. Scram. And I don't use my muscle. Means you don't have much to lose. Yeah. Scram, you take two points of strength damage. Ooh, not terrible. Yeah, it's not bad. Next up is Fathom taking some strength damage. He takes four points. Ooh. And last, Devoth. Four points of strength damage. All right. And as soon as we get past that, Devoth is chugging at least one of those potions of lesser restoration. Yep. Oh, it didn't really matter uh, after the first one because nothing bad happened, but each of these events is separated by 1d4 rounds. Okay. You got one round to chug that potion. Okay, so I heal two of that four I took, right? Yes. If I use Lightning Bolt out front to clear a little bit of path, do, like, can we get a little bit of bonus on that? Depending on what is going on, you could do something like that to give yourself a bonus. Uh, we'll see what happens next round. So, Devoth, you still have two strength damage? Yep. Okay. All right. Flash freeze for the next 1d4 rounds. Four rounds. I'm going to need four. So I need four fortitude saves from everybody. Jeez. I'm just going to be up front. DC is 14. How many fails we got? Oh, uh, one. I rolled a natural one on my second one. Okay. None. Okay. Natural one was the only way for me to fail that, and I managed to do it. <laughs> I, got a, I got a natural one, and I failed. Okay. Once. Zero. All right. Okay, Devoth and Scram, you each take six points of cold damage. Okay. 
thought you were about to say strength again. Yeah, I was going to say wow. Oh, cold damage. I'm waiting right. for the and. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yep, here it is. And you are both uh, stunned or dazed for the next round. And let's see how many rounds we have uh, before the next event. Two. Okay. So Scram and both have one round to do something if they so choose. Uh, that's the other potion of restoration for me. Can the rest of us do act- take actions? Yep, you have two rounds to do something. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do... Uh, Hello, newcomers. I'm going to use a lightning bolt uh, out front. Okay. Do you want to know what is in store for you before doing that? Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> if I, if it's I scram. He never wants to know. He just I does. Mean, because, if you, because this time it was just cold water, which lightning bolt wouldn't have done much for. Uh, but I, I hear you. Well, well you oh, can, so you can. Oh, I thought you can I, see what's coming yeah. before you decide to use so it. So you oh, okay. you can hold an action to cast lightning bolt if there's danger. Yep. How's that sound? Got it. Okay, Matt, you doing anything? Yep. Wendell's gonna cast um, beacon of hope. Uh, I get a plus two sacred bonus to saves for nine minutes, and okay. everyone else can um, uh, roll twice on their on a save. Uh, they take an immediate action before the save is is thrown uh, to roll twice and take the better result. Okay. Once. And what's the duration on that? It's nine minutes for me, and it's one time for them in the next nine minutes. Got it. All right, here we go. Shadows from behind. Devoth, I need four profession sailor checks. Oh, jeez. Uh, Scram, you can uh, give me that lightning bolt uh, to shoot behind yourselves uh, to keep those shadows at bay. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I do it. I don't have to roll anything. All right, fine. Uh, so, <laughs> so, And I guess, do they come within reach? Right. So, Devoth, I'll, we'll, we'll say you only need to make three profession sailor checks now. Okay. All right. So I got a 28... A 16 and a 22, and I'm going to use my last gallon inspiration on that 16. Okay. Which makes it a 19. Okay. One random PC is going to take some strength damage. Fathom being out front is immune to this. Because they came from behind. That was a strength damage. Let me roll for the PCs. Scram. Or scram. You take five points of strength damage. Um, If they are coming within reach, is there anything I can do with my reaction to... There's just so many of them. That's fair. Attacking them is not really possible. Scram, what's your strength at? I'm at three, so I'm going to take one of those... uh, Potions? Potions. All right. There's going to be three rounds between... uh, From now until the next event. Drink them both and maybe get a hit of the wand if we got time. So it's three rounds to cast the spell out of the wand? Yeah. Three rounds to I'm cast it out of the wand. It's a standard action to drink the potion. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to use so, the wand. So Tom can drink okay. two of them. You're using it on Scram? Oh, Who four. I don't need a drink. Oh, wait. Scram needs it. Oh, still yeah. minus three. So scram. if you drink one... And Wendell's going to use his wand on you once, Scram. Okay. So you drank the potion once. Two. And you heal another two after oh, okay. the potion. There you go. So you got a potion left. Okay. All right. And wait, you're out? I'm out of potions. I'm going to give Devoth one of my potions. Oh, excellent. All right. Next event. 
it's so hard not to look at him rolling the dice now. <laughs> <laughs> now that you've been made aware of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they make you feel bad about it. <laughs> <laughs> this that's, is why I play virtually. That's, that's what it. we do. <laughs> I need three fortitude saves. Is another uh, flash of freezing cold uh, seawater. Uh, same DC? Same DC. Okay. So I need three fortitude saves from everybody. Let me know if you get a 14 or lower. Nope. Uh, Devoth passed all three. I passed all three. It's a 14? Yep. Uh, I... Failed two. Okay. Wendell? Zero. All right. Uh, Fathom failed one. So Fathom and Scram each take eight damage from the first failed save. And then Scram takes another ten points of damage. There's going to be three rounds before the next event. How are you looking, Scram? I'm s- I mean, I'm fine. I can take another three of those. <laughs> uh, I'm going to do a channel energy. Good idea. Okay. So everybody heals seven. Nice. Beautiful. Nice. Anyone got anything else before we move on? Um, I'm going to endure elements myself with my last first level slot. Okay. Against cold. If you come across the cold again, you won't need to make any saves. Um, I'll hit Scram with a Cure Light Wounds on top of that channel, too. Okay. So Scram heals another 11. All right, we have gone through five of these events. Five more to go. Oh, shit. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Um, We're doing okay. Uh, I'm going to cast um, Resist Energy Cold on Scram. Okay. So you got Resist Cold 20. Uh, Okay, solid. All right. The Scram would also... It's 2d6 cold damage, so Scram would be immune to that as well. Nice. Nice. Much appreciated. Shadows from behind. Three profession sailor checks, Devoth. We've got a 20, a 32, and a 16. Can we okay. assist in any way, shape, or form, or is it literally just him? It's really just Devoth. Okay. Like, I can't thing. massage him from the back and be like, <laughs> you got it, pal. Yeah, that's yeah. why I'm rolling natural ones, because Scram keeps <laughs> touching me. <laughs> Jerk the elbow a little bit. Can I do the aid another action? Uh... Not, not for this. Not really. There's, it's fair. really just Devoth. Like, yeah. Yep, that's fair. All right, so that's two failed saves. So that's going to be one d four random PCs taking strength damage. Theric. Oh wait a minute. Sorry. One d four random PCs. I rolled a d four and I got three. So that's three random PCs. Oh, that's so, worse. No, that's so much worse. Yeah. Uh, scram. <laughs> Theric and Wendell. Scram, you take six points of strength Holy damage. Shit. What the hell? you take one. And Wendell, you take six. Uh, he, he's healed a bunch. He's okay for now. Wait, Scram. Well, not you? anymore, no. Uh, yeah, I'm back at three. Are you out of potions? No, I have one more. Okay. There's going to be four rounds before the next, oh, okay. uh, the next event. So Scram, drink a potion. Scram you have three rounds to use the wand. Yep, I'm going to use the wand on myself. And then I guess depending on what both of you oh, end up with. Only, uh, I only gained one there, so I'm at six. All right. I'll give Scram my potion then. Four. So I'll, I'll give Scram the potion that Theric gave me. So, <laughs> so drink up again, buddy. <laughs> well, uh, we, we have enough to use a wand, right? 
But he's using it on himself. Yeah, yeah Wendell's got to use the wand on himself. Oh, there you four. Go. There we go. There we go. Dang. So I'm out of potions. Okay, so how are you after the wand? I I rolled a four. So okay. I'm, I'm still down by two. But that's okay. Okay. Anything else before we move on? I don't think so. I'm sad I can't help you guys more. Being in such close proximity to so many shadows, there's quite a lot of negative energy swirling around in the water. Everybody give me a fortitude save. You want to give us the DC of that? No, Devoth. <laughs> Does my consecration uh, 15. Do Ooh, what does your consecration do again? It, uh, it counters desecration, if sure. that's what this is. Um, but it also increases the uh, channel energy DC for positive energy by three. Yeah. And uh, gives undead creatures a minus one to attack damage and their saves. Okay, uh, so everybody give yourselves a plus one bonus on your fortitude saves. Okay. 16. Uh, I will say oh, uh, to uh, Talbot, or, um, sorry, what's your character? Wendell. Wendell, Wendell I, I apologize. Uh, Wendell did cast that thing that allows you to re-roll a save, right? No, you roll twice and take the higher result. So you have to decide to do it before you make the first okay. roll. Oh, okay. All right, I had that, but I'll keep it in mind for next time. <laughs> so Devoth, you got a 16? Yep. Scram? Uh, 20. Theric? 28. Wendell? 20. Okay. Nobody takes any negative levels. Yes. <laughs> One round before the next event. Theric's just standing there with his falchion in his hands, just looking around, trying to help. Hoping for something. That <laughs> yeah, they I want do. something to hit. All right, as uh, Fathom continues to propel himself outward away from the center of Phantom's Ebb, a vicious side current threatens to pull you uh, off course. Devoth, give me a profession sailor check. Um, Wendell, did that have to be on a save? Yes. Okay. That's a 22. Okay. Uh, you're still on track, but you got... Uh, you got all kind of tangled up. Devoth, you're going to take a minus eight penalty on your next event, your, your next navigation check. All right. Um, oh, real quick. Does mirror image affect any of this? There's Not just so troops. many. Okay, gotcha. And does Wendell's protection reduce any of that strength damage? I don't think so. Okay. All right, two rounds until the next event. Um, you got to ask, right? Yeah. I'm going to use my blessing of luck to give um, Devoth um, roll twice, take the higher for his next, uh, well, any any d20 roll in the next minute. Okay. All right. All right. Different from a side current, a almost imperceptible, it's called an internal wave. It's a wave that's underwater, comes and just... Buffets, you guys. Devoth, give me a profession sailor check. All right, and I'll use the uh, roll twice and take the better here. And, of course, the first die roll is a natural 20. <laughs> so that's a 27. 27 total? Yeah, after the minus 8 penalty. Okay. Unfortunately, with that minus 8, that is still just barely a fail. Wow. And you're going to lose some progress. 
while Alex is calculating, Wendell, can that wand reach the Aboleth to be able to restore his strength damage lost? Uh, it's a, it's still a, a touch, touch spell, I believe. Spell itself. Okay. Yeah. I got it right here. Uh, it is creature touched. Okay, yeah. so no. Devoth might be able to reach out and like get his, his little... Little meaty hands on little, it? Yeah. Uh, get the tail as it goes, but I don't know if Devoth has... Oh, you have uh, you have long. I have ten foot. I have fifteen foot reach because of long arm, but I cannot use a magic device. Mm. Mm. All right, three rounds until the next event. Wait, is Wendell light enough that I can just hold him out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Toss me. I have twenty four strength. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yes. Toss me. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah, I mean, I guess you do it. Uh, so, Wendell casts Lesser Restoration on Fathom. Yep. I'm just going to keep poking him until he seems to feel <laughs> That is awkwardly caught. Let's roll it again. One. Okay. How many rounds did you say? Three. Three? Yeah. No, I meant uh, for the next. Yeah. Okay. So, exactly one. Okay. Yes. okay. Fathom says, that hardly helped. Shadows to port. Devoth, give me a fresh and sailor check. 16. Okay, 1d4 random PCs plus Fathom. So that's a d6 again. Are you still at the minus 8? No. Okay. That was just for the wave. Oh. All right, so that's going to be four random random party members. First one is Fathom. He's going to take three more points of strength damage. Oh. Cracked. Fathom again. Ooh. Oh, no. One point of strength damage. Wendell. One point of strength damage. And Fathom. Oh. All right, yeah, we got to heal him. Five strength damage. Holy shit. Oh, man. Let me just check Fathom's strength score real quick. We're going to fucking die. I mean, he's a, he's a big, meaty fish boy, so he's got a lot of strength, but not much more. He doesn't have a, a whole lot left. He's over halfway, over halfway gone. Nope. Nope. All right. Uh, you got two rounds before the next event. Oh, shit. So if Wendell starts casting, will the spell go off during the event? It'll go off during the event, and I would... So I'll say that you can start casting now, and it'll take up one round between the next event and the event after that. Okay. So it'll go off at the just as the next event ends. Got it? Yep. Everybody good with that? What are we doing? I'm going to hold Wendell out so he can lesser restoration but it'll eat into the next event. That's fine. Uh, I'm going to use Twisted Space if this, uh, if the event doesn't work out. Okay. Or whatever. All right. In your mad dash out of this place, uh, you can only see so far ahead of you, and Devoth, you're suddenly aware of 
this humongous chunk of drifting wreckage directly in front of you. Make a profession sailor check. 25. All right. You you only hit a, a little bit. Just the tip of the iceberg. It's <laughs> a lot of D6s that you're rolling over there. You're not supposed to look at what Alex is rolling. I'm not looking at the result. I mean, <laughs> I'm just seeing that he's rolling a lot of dice. Yeah. I mean, I keep getting a lot of cracked dice for some reason. Uh-huh. All right. So the snot rocket takes 15 points of damage <laughs> as it slams sideways into this uh, drifting wreckage. And uh, lesser restoration goes off. There's going to be four rounds before the next event. Okay, so so we'll, you'll have three so rounds we'll, after the wand goes off. Okay, so hit him so with another. Hit him again. Yep. All right, Wendell, give me uh, 2d4 for Fathom. Four. Ooh. And two. All right. And if I've kept track, we're down to 22 charges. Sounds I trust you. Right. Okay. Yes. Scram is going to cast Make Hole on uh, on the Snot Rocket. Isn't that like a minute cast? Yeah, it's like a long casting time. It's been so long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's ten minute cast. Ooh, oh, God. That's yeah, not so going to that. Yeah, yeah, that's no, not going on. I get on. it. I get it. Don't worry. <laughs> I hear you. All right. Any, any other actions? Uh, I don't think so. All right, here we go. Shadows from behind. Ugh. I'm going Give me three profession sailor checks to Voth. Three? Yep. I'm going to use spontaneous immolation. Okay. Uh, All right, sorry, not not uh sorry, uh twisted space in order to warp their uh their perception of where we're at. So I got a 17 26 and 27. Well, the target of Twisted Space is one creature, so unfortunately that's not really going to make a whole lot of difference when there's just so many of them around you. Okay. But what did you say for your checks of off? Um, 17, 26, and 27. Okay, that's going to be one random PC. Wendell. Well, I mean, I am being dangled up. For the moment, so. <laughs> um, so you take two points of strength damage. All right, and we have two rounds before the next event. Uh, I got nothing. All right, so Wendell, how are you for strength? Uh, I'm at four. Four, um, four so total or four, four damage? Four total. Four total. So can I use a round to give to feed Wendell a potion so that he can begin casting and then hold him out? So that he can cast on the Abolith? Uh, or do so you have to be touching the whole time? You have... Oh, God. I know, I I'm you sorry. Just you just have to one-handed. be within range to deliver it at the end. So I can feed him a potion so he can begin casting. <laughs> and then hold him out so he can touch the Abolith. <laughs> Look, this is half orc and half ling math. Yes, it it yes. works out. This is half math. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right. That, we can let that happen. So it, Wendell, you heal double one. Mat, half math. Wendell, you heal one d four. It's an awful lot of back and forth. Two. Okay. And then, do you want me to heal for? Well, you only have two rounds before oh, the next right, event. Right, 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 right. Shadows to port. Devoth, give me a profession sailor check. 
17. Man, you are toast dice rolling killing absolute me shit uh, for those repression sailor checks. <laughs> no, toast just wants one of us to die. <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> 1d4 party members. Two. All right. Oh, okay. You're just leaving so you don't see us die, aren't you? <laughs> so that's Fathom for one. End of off. All right. Fathom takes six points of strength damage. Oh, shit. End of off takes one. Well, there goes all the good work we just did. <laughs> but at least now he's not, like, about to keel over from strength damage. Yeah. He's still going. Okay. Uh, and... The, the water around you seems to be growing brighter. You're at the fringes of this, uh, of this darkness. And there's one final shadow looming before you. This one looks a little bit more dangerous than the others. Perhaps even greater than the others. Everybody roll initiative. Next seems to week. Be one <laughs> For this one final obstacle. And it has not been enough time that ten minutes would have gone past, right? Correct. Okay. It's been a few, but... Devoth. 25. Scram. 20. Derek. 16. Wendell. Lucky 7. Okay. Derek, what's your initiative modifier? Uh, plus 6. Alright. So first up is Devoth, but uh, you're driving. So, you can, as long as you take standard actions to, uh, to pilot Fathom, you guys can continue to go. But otherwise, like, there's still dangers directly behind you that want to drag you back into hell. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, you can, you know, do whatever you want. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah, definitely not a DM hit. <laughs> So I will take the move action to inspire rage and the standard action to keep directing Fathom. Okay. Scram, you're up. Uh, Scram uses uh, lightning arc. Okay. Uh, to the big obstacle out front and one of the other many uh, shades. Sure. Lots of options to choose from. Yep. Yep. Right. Uh, reflex saves. Yep. All right. Uh, it's a 13 from the greater shadow. Does not make it. Okay. Just roll for the other shadow for funsies, and I got a natural one. <laughs> so that one's just going to pop. Perfect. It was uh, 96 before. Oh, shit. Yeah. There. That's nine. Nine? Nice. Ooh, Ooh that's a lot. All right. Six, no, there's a 12. dice rolling tray right there. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's fine. <laughs> 17, 21, 26, 27, 28, 31, 37 damage. Ooh. All right, so halved, that is 18? Yep. Uh, yes. Ah, math finder. Theric, you're up. Uh, this thing the, is within your enormous reach. It is within my enormous reach, and I have aquatic combatant, so I don't take any penalties for my slashing attacks. Oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> Cam knew what he was uh, So bonus action rage and power attack. Yep. Um, and that is 
a 23 to hit. That'll hit. Okay. So 3d6 plus 26. Um, so 11, 14. So 40 points of damage on the first hit. Okay. That'll get halved to 20. Uh, 20 to hit. That'll hit. Okay. And that is 6, 12, 38 points of damage. Okay, it's 19. And a 26 to hit. That'll hit. Uh, and that is 35 damage. Okay. It's the Greater Shadow's turn. And, well... He uh, he quickly identifies Theric as the greatest threat. Rude. And he charges, he charges down Theric. That's a twenty versus your touch AC. Uh, yes. Shield doesn't bump touch AC, correct? No. Okay. You take eight points of strength damage. That is very rude. <laughs> Did you? Yo, you don't have mirrors, right, Theric? I do have mirror. I have mirror image up actually, so I have six mirrors right now. I love you, yeah, Alex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for the reminder. Um, um, I got how many mirrors? Uh, six. All right, so I'm going to roll a D8, ignore the eight, and a one is Theric. Seven. Yes. Take that eight strength damage back. All right, Wendell, you're up. Um, Wendell is going to cast Prayer. So I'm going to give... All allies, plus one luck bonus to attack rolls, damage rolls, saves, and skill checks. Okay. And all enemies get a minus one penalty. Two. All right. It's a, two, it's a two-point swing. Scram, you're up. Uh, fireball, fireball, fireball. That's all I got. Um, aquatic fireball. I don't have an aquatic fireball. Um, I heard that. Uh, I'm gonna use a twisted space on this creature. Okay. So I owe you a will save. Yeah. Fourteen. Does not make it. So twisted space. Uh, I distort this. Uh, I distort the space around a creature, twisting the path of its melee attack. Unpredictably, but always towards a nearby creature that the target threatens until the start of my next turn. Melee attacks made by the target creature affect a random target instead of their intended target. <laughs> okay. So this guy's just swinging wildly for I appreciate that. So we just turn this, uh, this one-on-one into Russian roulette. <laughs> <laughs> Theric, your turn. Uh... All right, so swift action arcane strike and going for three full swings. Okay. And we get a plus one from Wendell? Yeah. Plus you got face favored. It's plus two. two. I do have Nice. Okay. Uh, So 23 to hit on the first one. That hits. And that is 38 points of damage. And I'm going to stop you right there because you have destroyed the greater shadow. Nice. And with the final obstacle behind you, Fathom redoubles his pace, and even the quickest of the undead monsters are unable to catch up. 
The ambient light slowly grows from darkness to dim light, and finally, the natural lighting of the plane of water lets you see unobstructed, and you can see for miles and miles, no less so than gazing up into the eternal sky. All sorts of unimaginably enormous landmarks can be seen, rendered to mere silhouettes by the equally immense distances that they must be from you. From these larger-than-life masses to several schools of fish passing you by, down to the tiny filaments drifting in the currents, the scale and beauty of the plane of water is finally yours to behold. Though you've gained little in the means of treasure, you've escaped Phantom's Ebb, a feat equal to some of the most valuable loot that you could ever think of. With your unlikely ally towing you along, you take a breath of salty water, and on you go to find somewhere, some way, to return to your home. And that is the end of our adventure. Thank you, everybody, so much. This was a lot of fun. Yes, thank you all for showing up. Thank you for sitting through our shenanigans. (laughs) And thank you, Alex, for putting together this adventure for us. You're welcome. I didn't kill anybody. I know you didn't. It's great. We came close. We came really close a lot of times. That strength damage was brutal. Yeah. Uh, it was so swingy because I was like, with this strength damage, like I could just mow through everybody. So I need to give them something to fight it. But I don't want to give them too much. Like it was just, it was a hard thing to balance. But I think I'm not upset that I didn't kill anybody because it was just, it was so harrowing. Maybe. Yeah, we're we're out of potions, right? That's true. Well, does anybody have any questions or? Yeah, so we think we still got this for uh, for another half an hour. So yeah, anyone? Where do we find you online, Alex? On the clock. What? Where do we find you online? If you enjoyed listening to us today, you can find us online at inspiredincompetence.com. We're on uh, Podbean. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Play, Stitcher, anywhere you can find fi- find fine podcasts. Um, our, our Skull and Shackles campaign, which this is loosely based on, is already completed, but you can listen to it in its entirety. And again, we're currently halfway through our survival horror campaign uh, called Tyrant's Grasp. Uh, you can find it all on the same, uh, the same feed. Uh, and yeah, that's... And we have... We also have a third campaign that's run by Matt number one over here uh, called War for the Crown. It is a more intriguey uh, social-based campaign. All of it with all three of these campaigns are Pathfinder First Edition. Um, that third campaign is only for people uh, donating on our Patreon page, five dollars and up. Uh, if you want to listen live, you can donate fifteen dollars and up, ten dollars and up. I don't know all of the stuff. Numbers are hard. It's fine. I understand. <laughs> it's halfling math. It's yeah. Math. It's all halfling it's half math. math. Mathling. Mathling. Yep. Nine. Um, I thought I had something else, but... Does anybody want a crazy ninth-level character with a bunch of notes from today? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we would like to thank 
Matt number two here, also known as Gum Malau on Twitch. Yep. He's not normally part of our group, but because some of us were unavailable, he was gracious enough to step in, and I think he did a fantastic job. Thank you. Glad to be here. I will say, too, uh, it, even if you don't listen to us, like join our Discord. Nonetheless, we have a bunch of uh, things going on over there, including food. So, like food. Oh, yeah, there's all there. sorts of great pictures of food. That's <laughs> yes, also true. Do. And we're going to settle one of them tonight. Wait, wait, wait. Does that mean it's time for an audience vote? Who here likes mozzarella sticks with raspberry sauce? <laughs> that's good enough for me. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. Apparently, that's a very upstate New York thing. Really? I had no idea. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I feel like this they, is that weird bagel factor. They don't salt things over thing. in uh, Ohio so much, apparently. Not not mozzarella sticks, apparently. <laughs> yeah, but like New York specific. So this feels like that weird bagel fact that people buy water from New York City to make their bagels in because something about New York City's water makes it taste better. That's that's a disgusting. <laughs> that's a disgusting uh, fact. fact. I don't know why I find it disgusting, but yeah, that kind of. <laughs> Squirmy. <laughs> I feel like that's just most things here. Oh, yeah. I like that you're still recording all of this, too. Oh, of course. Thank you. Thanks again. Bye. Yes, thank you. So, this, this whole little side adventure, I had a lot of fun with this. Um... And this is the first time we've ever done anything like this. My thought was, you know, I don't know if it would be at this location or another location. I don't know if it'd be a year from now or some other time from now. But my idea was we kind of take this as like session one and we can like next time we do a live session at a convention, we would do session two. So we should have a conversation about tabletop nights at Wizard Burger in downtown Albany. Yeah. Um, I was talking with the owner about running maybe a once a month game there if you are interested on further collaboration. I know I'm putting you on the spot in front of the audience right now. But <laughs> do it, do it. If you haven't been to Wizard Burger, we're not sponsored by them, but their food is amazing. I bet it's magically delicious. It is magically delicious. Of it's so sponsored. good. They just don't know it yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. Hashtag not sponsored. That's all I need to say. Uh, it's well. Hold on one sec. I, mean, I want to repeat that so that the recording can hear it too. Okay. So the question was, how much more difficult is it to build an audience playing Pathfinder First Edition as opposed to like D and D or Second Edition, which is more current? 
Is that more or less what you meant? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's definitely a narrower audience, especially after Second Edition came out. Um, and we've actually been told by Paizo directly that since we're not playing their newer version, that they kind of don't care about us and won't make us like an official Paizo Pathfinder podcast like they've done with other uh, podcasts that have adapted to 2E. Uh, and that's the only reason they won't do it. Trust me. Yeah, it has don't don't it look has into it. It has nothing to do it. with the fact that we're tiny. <laughs> oh, cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's at the same time though. I've I've seen people come find us and say it's because we're still doing Pathfinder One E. That there's a lot of people who are like, you know, Pathfinder. 1E purists or whatever you want to call them. They, they prefer that edition for one reason or another. I do too. Uh, and because, you know, we're not, you know, going to TUI that they prefer listening to us as opposed to some other podcast that has adapted. So, you know, it, it's all personal preference. I'm not saying that, you know, we're, you know, first edition is better or worse than second. And, uh, but it's definitely, I think it's definitely made it harder for us to keep growing because unless except by word of mouth it's kind of hard for people to find us uh if they're looking for an actual play podcast because it's not it's every passing year it's a less and less relevant addition or system uh but i mean that said we've been we've been going for what like four years five years four years now yeah four years uh, and you know, it's, it's been a slow, slow accumulation of, of listeners. And there are a lot of people in our discord that aren't even, they don't even listen to the show. They just like the community. Um, but yeah, it's just been a kind of a slow, constant growth, but it probably would be faster if it was, if we did D and D or second edition, but that's the way it is. Instead, we decided to play what we enjoyed more. We're not going to sell out, man. Wow, I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> like some people. I know. Who will rename, na- remain nameless. It's fine. Just blame Matt. There's a bunch of us here. Nameless number two. <laughs> you know which one. <laughs> you know what you did. Uh, all right. Oh, that sounds like a wrap to me. Unless we got anything else. Woo. All right. Once again, thank you all for coming. Um, yeah. Check us out. Join the Discord. Even if you don't listen, it's just a lot of fun all the time. And enjoy the rest of the con. Good night, everybody.